Ah, screw the sinking. Podcast in three, two... Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where I don't give a shit about sinking anymore. And why should you? And oh yeah, we get drunk and talk about stuff. Oh, this is gonna be a fun night. Oh, there's some there's some stuff to talk about. I think there's some stuff to tear apart. But uh, first off, before we get into our main topics, as you all heard, Damox joining me tonight. Damox, how are you feeling tonight, good sir? I'm sick as fuck, dude, but the kid's test result came back. It is not COVID. She just has a common cold that she has passed through the household. Yeah, yeah. There's been actually a few people in the Discord that have ended up with COVID. So, yeah, it kind of sucks. I wish people took it a lot more seriously than they do. Dude, yeah, like, we took her to the doctor immediately, and they were like, look, this looks like a cold. And we're like, yeah, it looks like a cold to us as well, but there's coughing involved. So, Test. And then yeah. it took them, dude, we took her in like Tuesday. We just got the results this morning. And I was like, I was fuck say. at least, because I'm sitting here going, I'm now sick as shit. The other kid is sick and shit. And like, fuck, man, if she brought home fucking COVID from school, I'm going to be so mad. But she's super adamant. She loves wearing a mask. So I'm like, uh, I hope the other <laughs> kids wear masks too. And and the comedic part about it all is that when you brought him to the doctor and uh, you said, hey, look, I need you to test her. They said, well, you have to take her out of the cellophane wrap that you have her in first. Right? I mean, uh, we took it pretty damn seriously. And, you're, you know, we can go – that's a whole fucking topic of debate. I didn't take it seriously at first. You did. And then, yeah, I went full balls to the wall seriousness. <laughs> right. Right. No, we took it uh, – I was going to say, I, I took it – when the whole thing started, I took it fairly seriously. But it was one of those – all right. Uh, I know I know the intelligent people that I hang out with and I know the non-intelligent people I hang out with. I'm not even going to talk about going over to the non-intelligent people's place. Oh, hold on. We might we might get invaded. Let's just check this here. Got to click edit out of those clicky clickies later. Nah, just leave them in, dude. Just like <clears throat> this is fucking amateur hour. I feel like shit. You're drinking again. You know, fuck it. All right. All right. Hang on. I think we're about to be invaded by a wolf man. As long as he takes himself off mute now. Yep. How you doing, guy? I'm good. God, look at that beard. Right? I'm fucking just... That, that's what I've been trying to grow, but mine is nowhere near that. Yeah. That That is majestic right there. I got, uh... I can get four four hair ties in it. Almost braid it now. Damn! Well, if you guys don't know who Wolfman is, he's the guy who's been hanging around in the uh, GNA podcast Discord for a while. Yeah, he, he, he was streaming. I don't know. Are you still are you back to streaming or are you still hiatus? <sighs> Semi-hiatus. Let's see what goes on with my move, you know, and then mm. get back to streaming. Oh, yeah. I forgot you are moving. Yeah. Well, you should uh, you should definitely hang out with Wolf sometime or come and hang out with us and hang out with Wolf. Wolf's good shit. Yeah, you guys but are great. I enjoy we- hanging out with you guys. Like we do every podcast, we always got to start off with what's everybody drinking? And as uh, as Damoc already gave away, I am drinking something tonight because you know what? I had a shitty week. 
Fuck diets. I haven't actually eaten anything else all day. I mean, I had a <laughs> I had a hot dog with my kid, and I had a Cliff Bar this morning. Um, and I ate the rest of her ramen, which was like a like a half a cup of ramen. <laughs> so I could drink as much as I want tonight. I don't give a shit. Uh, so I myself am drinking. Um, I'm drinking actually my mom's favorite lager, which is Harp Lager. I had a couple of these left in the fridge, so I said, you know what? It's an easy drink. It's maybe the same people who make Guinness. Uh, it's it's kind of like Guinness. If if you've ever had. Like, if you've had stouts, you know you like stouts and you like that flavor of stout. Guinness is kind of like the entry-level stout. Like, it's not really super offensive. It's not really hard-hitting. It's smooth. It's creamy. You could drink, like, 30 of them and not really catch a buzz. It's basically the same way Harp is. You can drink a metric ton of these guys and, you I mean, you might catch a buzz eventually, but they just make you have to pee a lot. But because I actually do want to catch a buzz tonight... I also have a whiskey and Coke. Uh, I have some misunderstood whiskey here, and I figured, well, you know what? I don't I don't know that I've mixed it with Coke. I've just been drinking it straight, but let me see if I can mix it with some Coke and see if that doesn't agitate the old GERD. Yeah, I'm old. It's called GERD. And you got to make the face when you do that. You got to, like, drop the, drop the cheek like that when you do it. Otherwise, it doesn't doesn't count. I mean, that's how the doctor described it to me, too. It's like, yeah, you got GERD. I'm like, is that a requirement? Like, like the face thing? And he's like, yeah, you got to do that every time. I'm like, okay. But, uh, Damoc, are you drinking tonight? I know you said you're sick. No, I am going to be the lame duck this time, which is interesting because I'm drinking just straight Topo Chico, man. Just, just mineral water all over ice. And I feel sick as shit. Took some ibuprofen a little bit before the show. Stay yeah. hydrated. Oh, yeah, dude, I've been drinking, like, uh, I like this bottle. It's a one-liter bottle. The Skyra is okay water, but I just keep refilling it from the little fridge filter. Mm. I've got, like, four liters today, and I'm going to drink some Topo Chico, maybe settle my stomach with the, because it's mineral seltzery water shit. I'm like, all right, I should start feeling better. Oh, good, man. I hope you do start feeling better. Thank you for joining in, even though you're feeling kind of crappy. I know how that feels. Yeah. I always like fucking talking shit, man. That's why I'm here. I'm level 40. Where are you guys at? Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 10 more levels and you get the grand prize. I don't know what the hell it's going to be this year. Last year it was a trophy. What am I, around 15? I think I'm holding it strong, right? Considering I was <laughs> MIA for a while. <laughs> there's there's the trophy. <laughs> it literally says ultimate shit talker on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. dude. That's awesome. Uh, Wolfman, are you drinking tonight? No, no. I'm lame duck like most it's nights. It's all good. It's all good. I'll, I've got uh, I've got what two beers here and a and a glass of glass of whiskey. Blackberry, so. tangerine, uh, seltzer water. Ooh, fancy, fancy schmancy, fancy. Well, next segment of the show: state of games. State of games. What we talk, we we um, pontificate about how we feel games are today, or we just bullshit about what we've been playing for the past week. And since the topic for tonight is pretty much what we've been playing for the last week. <laughs> So we'll just uh, reverse that around. Wolfman, you got any state of games? Uh, no, I've been just playing Aliens. That's it. Aliens Fire Team with you guys lately. Yeah, yeah. I mixed in a little Night of the Dead. That was that uh, zombie horde game that some yes. videos of you guys were looking at. How is I just that? Found out, I just found out it's, it's been made by one or two guys only, and they've had a surprising amount of updates to it, and it's actually really good. So shout out to them. I should actually figure out who they are. <laughs> I love small studios that really maintain and keep it going. I mean, like, even even Hello Games is, was a pretty small studio, and they just kept the updates going. 
And that's what I, I really dug about them. Who made Ark? I have no I idea who actually made it. Idea. No. That, weren't they a small studio <clears throat> that made Ark? I believe they started off as a small studio, yes. But they got bigger, because then they got, like, Atlas, and then Ark got super big, and... But, anyway. Um, no, so, I'm, I'm, Night I'm, of the Dead? Sorry, Night of Dead is Jackdose Studios. Jackoa? Jackdose. It's, uh, I think they're Polish or something. You're Polish. No, no I'm not. <laughs> um, Jacto Studios. Now I gotta look up Jacto Studios. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It's a J-A-C-K-T-O. So Jacto Studios. Suppose this game has something like EA did some sort of something with them with this, but it's mostly one or two guys now. Or not now. That's what their studio is. I think they got some funding from EA at one point in time. Jacto Studios. Yes. Uh, uh, I haven't drank that much. No friggin' way. I think it's Why one word. Not? On Steam, it's one word. You know, like you type in Night of the Dead on Steam, and it shows the developer and publisher like, of the game. TOS. Oh, there we go. It's uh, Yeah, it's all one. Okay. Jackto yeah. Studios. It was all one word. All right, so let's look up. Arc was made it. by Wild Studio Wildcard. And as of 2016, it has 35 members. 35 employees. Mm, Is that the only game that people from ARK make? Because it seems to be a pretty big game, right? Oh, oh, ARK, ARK. Okay, ARK has got 35 employees. Yeah. But we're still talking about Jackto. Jackto's got 35 employees? Holy shit. Yeah, no. Well, I'm in their official Discord, and I think there's only, it's only like one or two people. They just added electricity to the game, so now they have like mini guns and rocket launchers and electrical pads and different kind of electric controlled traps, because it was just like, you know, they had like these spiked wheels, guillotines, smashers, cutting wheels, like spiked floors, trebuchets. So yeah, they had different types of trebuchets for killing zombies, which is pretty pretty awesome, I think. Yeah, so Arc Evolved was Yeah, there's a bunch of people that are part of the developers for Arc Evolved. That's weird. Well, it's interesting because it's got a really weird convoluted spot where it says that, you know, it they launched it in 2014 uh, under the early access and, you know, then Wildcard, Studio Wildcard came about in 2017 or some shit. I don't know. Maybe they got well, bought out. Somebody else made it originally or maybe they changed their names. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really get into ARC. I wasn't a fan. I got into it a little too late, and by then, there was so many cheaters and hackers on servers, and it just wasn't fun. ARC was entertaining. When we did a a private server, it was just, what was it? You, Zyber, Co. I think uh, think Shadow Shadow was then. Yeah, Yeah. we got really... I think that's when we upset Shadow so much, he stopped playing video games and quit the Discord. Yeah, because we kept tranking him and throwing him in the... Well, I kept tranking him and throwing him in the ocean. I'll, I'll, I'll fess up to that. I kept tranking him and throwing him in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that was when he was in the game. When he wasn't in the game, we were dragging his body off into weird parts of the jungle. <laughs> like, building that little hut. He would wake up in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by, like, you know, the level 60 uh, dinosaurs, and he's level 2. Yeah, we were, we were kind of mean to Shadow there. That's... I think Vintage nice. played with us. Did I, I remember Vintage playing Atlas with us, and Atlas is made by the same people that made Ark. Because I remember I had to pull Ko aside and talk to him because he kept griefing Vintage. Like, Dude, bad. Ko 
co-griefs vintage nonstop in every game that we play. And he griefs, he loves griefing Zyber as well. Cause Zyber, I love you, man, but you rage quit too easy sometimes. And, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, dude, and Co thrives off that shit. And we played Conan, right? And I was the only person who ended up playing with Co and continuing to play with Co. As our personalities just get along, if he's just going to grief me, fine, man. I'll I'll try and grief him back. We we have some fun, but yeah, he griefed Zyber from that tower, that archer tower that he built. He <laughs> was he was so mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, and and it's it's funny. Yeah, it's like one of those things. It's it's exactly like I have on the. Uh, on the Discord, on the set of rules, you know, you know, kicking your friends in the balls is funny, but doing it all the time, well, yeah, that's funny too. All right, look, just don't be a jerk. <laughs> it's like it's like I don't, I, I kind of lost where I was going here. It's funny. Yeah, you were trying to shit on it by being like, hey, don't grief your friends too much, but then you're like, ah, oh, but it is a lot of fun. Just exactly. Be about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you like, like change your mind mid sentence. It was great. It's, a, it's like you know, don't don't do it. It's bad, but you know, it's kind of fun. But you know, really don't do it. No, it's still really kind of well. Just don't be a jerk about it. <laughs> what do, about do uh, it with some class? What about you, Daymok? What's your state of games, man? Um, oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. I thought I was playing something, but I'm not sure that I was playing it. Rimworld. Uh, well, you know, I've touched Rimworld, yes, because fuck, dude, I almost said no podcast, and I was good about about to boot up Rimworld and say, oh, I'm just gonna fucking do this. I don't feel good today, uh, but no, here I am, and yeah, I've been playing Aliens Fireteam Elite until I beat it. Yep, yep. I was gonna say my state of games is pretty much right around there. I've been playing Fireteam Elite. I so I I, I I said last time I have a soft spot for freaking. <laughs> Aliens games. I always have. I always will. Shit. I, I don't even know who I bought the game for anymore. Like, I literally went through and I see charges on my Steam account. And I'm going, who the <laughs> hell did I send that to? I, I know I bought it for Wolfman because yeah. all of a sudden I'm sitting there going, I see a charge. I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident I bought it for you because I was drinking. I'm pretty sure I did. Then like 1130, it pops up. He's like, yeah, it just popped up. Oh, Did you just buy it? it? I'm like, I'm like, no, no, that sounds exactly like me. I'd set it on a timer for like 30 minutes before it released. Yeah, that sounds exactly like what I would do. But yeah, my other games I've been playing, uh, Destiny 2, which we'll actually talk about a little bit tonight as well, because uh, they started up crossplay. And if you've played any of the Destinies, you know that they've been platform specific. PC plays with PC, Xbox plays with Xbox, PlayStation plays with PlayStation. But they just, uh, Bungie just unlocked, or unlocked, uh, just allowed with uh crossplay between all the platforms so we got some i got i got some interesting things i want to talk about there along with the updates taking along i also found this stupid like another soft spot i have which i didn't even realize i had you guys ever play Mega Man x for the old super nintendo yes uh, for like a minute i don't really remember it too much i had i played the um like xbox version on the arcade on a friend's xbox Okay, so Mega Man X was like, you know, there was Mega Man, the original Mega Man yeah. or whatever. And then Mega Man X was basically like a leap into the future where Dr. Light built this robot, but it got like, I don't know, he caught in cryostasis or some shit and he got woken up because some bad shit was going down. Dr. Light's dead and he's just like a freaking hologram that you talk to and you find capsules. But it was just one of those, it was one of the first Mega Man games I remember having a at least to me at the time, had a coherent story that I could follow. Um, 
And then there were rumors of the friggin' the Ryu Hajduken that you could get if you did this one level and jumped up here and did all this other bullshit, which I never actually got that Hajduken thing, which still bugs me to this day. Was that, anyway. um, did that come out in that game? Because I do remember that. I think it was a staple of other ones, but. Yeah, the, the Hajduken comes from Street Fighter, from, from Ryu yeah, yeah, no, from no, Street no. Fighter. I mean, like, in the Mega Man series, did that come, like, did it start in that, that game? Like, I don't remember seeing X? it. I, I don't remember seeing it before that game. Yeah, I don't either. That's what I was wondering. Um, but there was this Sorry, stupid mobile game. No, I, I got sidetracked because I started talking about <laughs> Mega Man and like reliving it. I found a game on Android that's basically a, a it's Mega Man X, but it's like a whole different whole different game. So I've been digging into that a little bit. It's interesting. It's way simpler than the original Mega Man X. Like way simpler. And there's I'm I'm still trying to figure out the whole story behind it. I literally just found it yesterday, and I played the hell out of it till like 2 a.m. And unfortunately, at those times when you're just sitting there staring at a small screen for so long, your brain kind of fries so out. So is it a clone with a different name, or is it No, no, it's Mega Man X. Mega, it's by Capcom. It's yeah, it's okay. by Capcom. It's got the Mega Man X. It's got, it's got zero. It's got all. It's, got all, yeah. it's Mega Man X, 100%. Gotcha. Um, but, but the controls are super simplified. It's it's interesting. Hmm. If you get a chance, if you got an Android phone, check it out. It's interesting. It's one of the, you know, you can do so many levels and then your energy depletes and you got to wait so long to do your levels again, etc., 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 but it's it's entertaining. I've never played a game on my phone before. Really? What? Yeah. I'm, Let I'm me big, introduce I'm, you. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm very anti playing games on my phone. I like my phone just to be my phone. I don't know, I'm weird. I, you know, I used to be that way, but then when I figured out that I could actually hack people's wireless with my phone, I went, oh, this shit's happening. And now I do everything for my phone. I mean, I mean teach is their own, you know, I'm not knocking hmm. it. Hmm. I mean, so they're, been they're, playing... they're obviously stronger than some consoles, you know, <laughs> so. Oh, Christ, yeah. yeah. So I've been playing Godville for six years and ten months. <laughs> like, nonstop. <laughs> Except it's a game that... It plays itself, and I just have to check in and read the funny stuff that my hero does, and maybe occasionally resurrect him and, you know, heal him and, you know, fuck around and try and do a dungeon. Which, again, I just say, go to dungeon, and he goes to a dungeon. Oh, God, do you guys remember Grendel's Cave? Grendel's Grendel's Cave? Cave? Do you remember Grendel's Cave? It was an old Mm -hmm. web-based, like, adventure RPG game. And some stupid reason, I was looking it up on Android, and nobody has ported Grendel's Cave to an Android phone. And I, I, for some, I don't know, for some reason, that game's been around since like 2000. And for some odd reason, I don't know why they haven't ported it to Android or, or Apple or something. Mm. Sounds like you got yourself a project. I love that face on Daymok, because as soon as I say something, I see, I see the research <laughs> wheels start turning. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah, I had to look it up. The Legend of Beowulf. Yeah, Grendel's Cave. Yeah, no, that, I'm taking a look at it. But anyway, so that's that's pretty much been my state of games. I haven't touched my Switch, which I want to get back to Trials of Mana. Actually, I want to get back to Secret of Mana. Then I want to get to Trials of Mana. But, um, but yeah, this week's just been a hell of a crazy week, so I really haven't gotten too much time in, except for Aliens Fireteam Elite. That's where I've got my most time in. And I gotta say, I am super happy that that game turned out decent versus uh, what I went in with expectations. How many hours do you have in it right now? Do you know? Offhand. Obviously, it's a couple Steam clicks away, but... I'm just yeah, wondering. looking. Uh, I only got like I only got 12 hours into it. I'll tell you had more. 
So still, still a good amount. Grendel's cave isn't exactly on Android, but the same developer makes Grendel 36, which is the 36-2048 Monster Tile Beowulf puzzle game by Grendel Enterprises LLC on Android. Yeah, but it's not Grendel's Cave. I say Grendel's Cave is so old, it's really hard to jump back into after all this time. But it's uh God, I remember playing the hell out of that game. I don't know what made me think of it and start searching for it the other day, but I was just like, damn, I can't believe this hasn't been made on Android. This is like it's a perfect freaking game to be on Android. Holy shit, Ark is on Android? Dude, yeah, Ark went to everything. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, when they yeah, you're right. the company in like 2017, the official fucking thing, it took off all over the place. They put it on every fucking platform. It's on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, Android, Xbox Series and Series S, Mac OS, Microsoft Windows, Google Stadia, iOS, Linux, Mac operating system, even classic Mac OS. Holy shit, they really did port this to everything. I'm surprised I don't see something like DOS listed. Yeah, they went nuts, man. I mean, and the game took off and is still... It's still going strong from my understanding. Like, there's a whole bunch of, like, crazy modded servers and everything. Um, one of the kiddos, her dad runs an ARC server. And, yeah, when she was down there for the summer, they sat and played that for a really long time. That's awesome. Yeah, ARC is, uh, I don't know, that, that whole model is a really fun model of game to play. I don't know, but it's also frustrating as hell, too, because I like a... I like a story, like a beginning, middle, and end, and those games are just really super open-ended. I mean, there are bosses in Ark. You know, you go through the, the portals or whatever, and you fight the, the T-Rex with a mechanical whatever on his head. Well, you can fight a bunch of different bosses. There's a bunch of different zones or whatever to get the, I don't know what the actual Ark gear is, but the ultra high-end gear and shit like that. And They're big battles that you need multiple people to go through and do. You can't really do it on your own, but... Ark is always a multiplayer game. It's never meant for single player. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's talk about one of the major topics we got for tonight. Aliens Fire Team Elite. All right. So going into this game, I think I even said it last week. I was expecting this game to be shit. In fact, I think I said every time we talked about it, I said this game is going to be horrible. Anytime anybody showed any interest in it, I'm pretty sure I said this game is going to be terrible. Yeah. Pretty much. I agreed with you, too. I mean, I, I, I full-on expected this game to be a big steaming pile of turd. To be... I mean, I expected either the controls were going to suck, the AI was going to be completely incompetent, we were going to get, like, either no enemy diversity. Honestly, I wasn't expecting any customization whatsoever. I figured you were going to get, like, some isometric classes, and that was going to be it. Like, here's your character, you get these guns, and yeah. that's yeah, it. Yeah, here, here's your basic weapons, like, that's it. I was one hundred percent rifle, that. battle rifle, flamethrower, grenade launcher, pistol, shotgun. Here you go. Have fun. Yeah, and and I expected like this class would have access to these couple of weapons, and then if you wanted mm-hmm. to do it, you had to play this class to get these weapons. Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess I expected to be more like Colonial Marines. Yeah, I ex- I expected like, a third person like that. Yeah, like just with the weapons wise, you know, like you only had X amount of guns, and that was it. You didn't really have attachments in that game. That's what I expected. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, the only thing, well, we can get into that too, but I, I am pleasantly surprised on how the game turned out. Uh, I mean, I, how, how many hours you guys got into it? Probably way more than me because you guys have way more time to play than I do. 
I'm sitting at 16.2 hours. Oh, it's so not that much more than me. What about you, Wolf? Yeah, I, like 45 no, hours? No, no, no. I've, I've been going easy on it. I only got 20 hours. Okay. All right. Yeah. 19.8 won't be the exact. I just rounded it up. No. I just looked on Steam. Yeah. Jesus, you got to be anal. 19.8. Yeah. All right. 19.8 yeah. hours. That means you have exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just looked it up on Steam. That's why. Um. But so let, 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 let's go over what, what is Fireteam Elite. Fireteam Elite is a third person horde style. Um, I mean, it definitely has a Gears of War feel to it. If you've played Gears of War, just trying to give you like something to relate to. Like the controls, when I play Gears, I, the, the controls feel that way. Um, the- yeah, but I felt the cover system in Gears actually was <sighs> useful. I did not find the cover <sighs> system in Aliens useful. No, Until yeah. you got to the sense. Yeah, but not for fuck. I don't want to spoil it, but I would almost say it plays kind of like the older Halo games without the jumping. Because Gears, you got to like hold the A A button to run, and it's like the controls are a lot different in Gears. Like they, I think they tried to make it like have a cover system like Gears, but it controls way different. I would say it's like a mix between Gears and some older Halo games. I think that's how it plays, but there's no jumping, like we said. It's just like Gears; you can only mantle over things and take cover. Yeah, like a third-person Halo. It, yeah. Yeah, that's how I would describe it as well, but it did have that weird cover system that was mostly useless. I will agree. That cover system is mostly useless. However, I found it incredibly useful when we got to Synths, because yeah. those things that shoot back at you... Like for, for, the, for the Xenomorphs, I mean, look, you can hide behind whatever you want. It's going to jump around it, just maul your face off. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple spots when you fight Xenos, you can, like, take cover and fight them. But once you start getting overrun, the cover system's useless Yeah, at that point in time. Oh, yeah. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, you can use it to hide from the spitters. I mean, that's about it, I guess. You, you know, know that is handy sense. to hide from the You know what also the cover system worked for? If you hide behind cover when one of those bull alien or whatever charges, it will mm-hmm. actually, like, deflect off of the cover and bounce away from you, depending on the angle. Yeah. The dodge lately, I've been using the dodge a lot more. Yes. Like, starting to get more used to the game is actually really handy in that, surprisingly. Yeah, the roll. Yeah. And I like that they yeah, gave you a stamina chart for that, too. Yeah, you, there get like is. Three, three, yeah there, you get like three of them before you have to regain your... Or, well, I guess you regain it regardless, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You do three yeah it's a, a couple seconds before you recharge. Yeah. yeah so you, you can do uh, three like, rapid fire. Yeah. Yep. Three in a row, then you got to wait. Yeah, no, I started doing that when the uh, the warriors, you know, you hear that, I like the little noise, and you're like, oh, fuck, here comes a warrior, mm-hmm. right? And you, you let them get all the way up to you, and then it doesn't matter which arrow key you're doing, you know, you just hit the space bar, and you roll out, and he's stuck, and it confuses the alien, or it confuses the AI, I don't, I don't know if it's a game mechanic, but he pauses for a second, and goes, oh, shit, and then he turns and, and charges again, and you can just outroll him the whole time while the rest of the party shoots him down without using your special abilities. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the idea, the theory. doesn't always work, but... <laughs> no, but, it's yeah. not a perfect system, yeah. but, wow, it works most of the time. Yeah, yeah. As no, long as I'm you just, have a competent party. Yeah, no, I was just thinking I was trying to do that, and I had the uh, like one real player and a synth, and I must have rolled like six times, like, and just kept getting beat up by the alien. Like, they just couldn't get away from it. That's why I was laughing. I'm like, yeah, it works sometimes. Since, uh, I, yeah, no, we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> the AI sense. Well, the um, 
I was gonna say the uh, it's got it, it's actually I'm surprised I wasn't expecting it, but there is an actual story in the game. I, I honestly was expecting just a complete multiplayer. You charge in with three friends and you're just doing a, a basic horde mode walk through the entire game. But there surprisingly is a storyline, um, and it's told. It's not only told through the campaign missions, but it's also told through the intel that you pick up. Yeah. So there's I think nine pieces of intel per mission set so there's four mission sets or four campaign sets and then each one of those have three yeah i think it's 50 total so i saw some achievements like 25 and 50 intel well there's also three or four that you pick up in the hangar itself yeah yeah there's three of those Uh, when me and wolf were playing he was like man Mm -hmm. it's fucking it's in the ship the endeavor i'm like okay well let's run around and find it (laughs) yeah there uh the the intels are cool because the intels don't just what I liked about how they did this was when you pick up a piece of intel or you pick up whatever it is, it doesn't it's, – it's not like the normal here, go into your inventory, read the flavor text. You actually go back to the endeavor and you actually find somebody to hand it back to and then you can have – you actually have a little conversation about it. I mean it's, it's not huge. It's not groundbreaking. It's, it's not anything else. But I will tell you it annoys the hell out of me that they didn't bother to animate lip movement in the game. That's one of my biggest complaints. I'm not the only one that, that caught that. Like, literally. No, it bothered no, me no, right, right off the yeah. bat. I don't think it really bothered me, but it would have been nice. Like, it's just the little fine touches, the little polishes in the game that would have made it better. It, it would have. But, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. I can understand why they didn't, because if they did the lip movement and it just was like, it was Mass Effect Andromeda, I'm pretty sure people would have just roasted the hell out of this game and called you know it what? Mass Effect Andromeda. That, that's what that reminds me of. It reminds me of the Mass Effect, like when you talk to people. That's what it, I couldn't think of it a little bit. You don't have like the little wheel or whatever like for your choices, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no choice system. It's just basically yeah. it's it, it, it cranks through and tells you here it is. And I, I think I unlocked like I unlocked a skin or two also from turning in Intel. I don't, yeah. I, yeah, I've unlocked a couple things. Yeah, right. So it does hmm. that does help. Oh, I didn't even realize I could unlock skins through that, or maybe I didn't pay attention and realize I did it. Yeah, I might have just thought it was from like leveling up. You know how like when you come in and you always like have all that stuff, you don't realize you're just kind of clicking. Yeah, I it, I could have easily done that easily. Yeah. So you start off the game and you've got the campaign missions and you've got to unlock the campaign missions and you walk through and you can go up to, I think it was, I think you get casual, standard, and intense right off the bat. Yeah. And then when you beat the game, you unlock extreme and insane difficulty. Fun fact, unless you've got a super competent team, don't try either extreme or insane. They're intense. Or even intense at that fact. I mean, we had fun with it when we first started. We went right into intense, but we didn't. (sighs) We didn't finish. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. You get the right combat card. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, yeah, we jumped right into it. And I, uh, I I, lovingly forced you both, or forced, uh, it was you and Vintage Wolf uh, to jump right into friggin' Intense. And well, first off, you didn't force me. I was game. Vintage <laughs> was forced. I was, I was all say, about yeah. it. Yeah, you were good. Vintage, it was like the first time doing anal. <laughs> we, we did. It did turn into a nice farm because, like, we kept farming to, like, that orange box where you usually get like a card or a weapon part or whatever. We kept getting to there, maybe a little further than dying and restarting. So we managed to keep getting these boxes and like actually farming out attachments and stuff in the process. 
And yeah, got we got decent XP. So yeah, we got really good XP actually yeah. out of those first two runs. Um, so it helped. It helped level my character up when I started playing like the actual like standard edition or standard mode, I should say. So yeah, well, we no went plank. to standard after playing intense. Standard was like casual. Like it was yeah, so for the most easy. part. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had, it had its moments, had its spots. Some of the holdouts got a little complicated, but even. The intense regular gameplay in certain areas was kind of hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? My brain just melted. Oh, uh, storyline. So uh, the one thing that I liked, and, and this is a spoiler. So if you're going to play the game and you haven't played the game and you haven't made it through at least the third mission segment, you know, because they do the priority one and then there is a second one and then the third one. Yeah, the it's sets campaigns. They break it down into, is it four campaigns? Four, yeah, four, four campaigns. Yeah, yeah, axe campaigns, whatever. There's three missions per. Yeah, each campaign has three missions, yeah. Yeah, so if you yeah. haven't made it to the third campaign yet, you might want to turn me off, but I, I like how in this, so there's a big divide in Aliens fandom. Um, the Prometheus side that... Th- kind of i don't know what's a, uh what's the word i'm looking for that that embrace fucking it whack shit <laughs> well no that that they embrace the prometheus side and that storyline of it and the the side that just go no that's fucking doesn't make sense i'm not including that in my in my aliens lore they, they embrace the canon lore of prometheus compared to the lack of it in the other movies i guess you want to say exactly so like so in alien and aliens and even alien 3 and alien 4 they never answer the question of where do the xenomorphs come from? And in Prometheus... Well, I mean, all you know is they come from Whalen, basically. Whalen Industries, that's about as far as... Yeah, that, that's about as close as you get. But yeah. but you find you find out that they get that they come from Whalen, well, Whalen, Whalen, Utati, or whatever. Yeah. In the fourth movie, because they're experimenting on them. But you don't really find out the origin completely yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, I'm saying, like, the current aliens, you find... Were either already at a place, depending on the movie, or and later on they were being made and and bred, and that's about it. They don't go into like backstory how they were, yeah, created so. exactly. And, and Prometheus gives you that with David, and mm-hmm. and that they give you that story of you know between Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Um, so it, in Aliens Fire Team Elite, you actually see a melding of those two storylines because you get to a point where you actually see those canisters. That were in Prometheus, and you see that Whale and Utati are are literally using that for experiments. Would you say Aliens Fire Team Elite is kind of like Alien Covenant because Alien Covenant tried to combine the two worlds? I don't want to say that I I don't want to say that Aliens Fire Team Elite is like Aliens Covenant because Aliens Covenant was really more a seek was a direct sequel to Prometheus. Aliens Covenant, I think. Is more of a gap bridge between, or sorry, I, uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite. I feel like it's more of a, uh, a a a bridge of the gap between Aliens Covenant and Prometheus. Like, there's still a lot of questions there. Like, how did yeah. Whale and Utati get a hold of those canisters? Like, where did that come from? And I think that could yeah. be explained. And maybe it's in the intel that I haven't read yet because there's uh, there's several of the intels I haven't actually read no, through. Well, what I meant by that is uh, how like Aliens Covenant tried to mix both worlds of having like the action version of Alien, like Aliens, and then also having some Prometheus style type backstory of the lore. You know what I mean? Like they tried to meld the worlds. I don't mean like the actual movie plot itself. I just oh, meant, gotcha. Yeah, that's what I meant by that. Because it has both things. Like this is very much Aliens. This game. 
I mean, it says aliens in it, not alien, you know, like alien mm. isolation. That's aliens. Oh, yeah. But then it also has, like, the, you know, spoiler alert, like what we already talked about the third chapter with the, the canisters and the kind of engineer ship and stuff. Yeah, I could I could see that. I could definitely go down that route. Oh, you know what's funny? And this is this is hilarious. I just looked over because I'm on my aliens Fireteam Elite page, and I can actually see here's my friends who've been playing it, and here's how long they've been playing it for. Vintage has played it for ten hours. Zybers played it for six hours. Daymox sixteen point two, and then you nineteen point eight. Right there. Like I could have mm-hmm. just looked at my page instead of asking you, but that wouldn't have been really great broadcasting. Would oh it? yeah. But this is definitely this this feels like an this feels like an aliens like, and it's so weird. Just in the whole. In this storyline, in the H.R. Geiger alien story or, or arc or whatever, it's kind of funny how there's like different branches of of genres in the same story. Like Alien was a horror movie. Like it was a suspenseful horror movie. Aliens was definitely way more action horror than it was, or, or really action suspense, not really yeah. horror at all. Um, Agreed. And, you know, Alien 3 kind of, like, tried to jump back to that suspense, you know, that that original suspenseful movie. And then Alien 4, I don't even know what genre I would throw that in, because I really wouldn't put throw that in horror at all. I think they try to make it a little bit of horror suspense, but there's definitely more action in that one. That one's just weird. Let's just, just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, but, I, dude, I love Alien it's Resurrection. Movie. It's not a movie. I mean, it's enjoyable. I mean, well, hold on. Let me rephrase that. It's a bad movie, but it's enjoyable. It's a bad movie. Way. It's a yeah. bad movie. But I, I, I don't know. There again, guy who has a soft spot for aliens. I mm-hmm. love them all. I thought it was. Uh, I, I thought the way they went with that storyline was was. I mean, where where else were you going to go? They, you know, they already did the the isolation alone feeling with Alien, and then they got the Colonial Marines and the really action based of all right, we're taking out Xenomorph and aliens. And then you had like the the you had the intrigue and like the I don't I don't want to say heartbreak but the you know the killing of the Ripley character in Alien Three when you had all that going on you know you yeah. you had that I want I almost want to say the drama in Alien Three I mean what else how, where were you gonna go you had to keep I it, actually you have to keep fresh I almost wish Alien Three didn't have Sigourney Weaver I'm going off on a tangent here and was just its own movie on its own in the universe. Like an alien got into that prison colony and like it was someone else. I agree. I would have loved that. I would have loved that. I guess I, I don't necessarily mind that movie so much, but I feel like Sigourney ruins it. The director's cut's actually a lot better than the regular version. Oh, I got to um, watch the director's cut. I don't I think I've ever seen it. I have watched it in for a while, so I can't, you know, do the little differences, but it definitely makes a difference in that. I mean, it's no, you know, doesn't make it amazing or anything, but it makes it a lot better. Well, the thing that upset me the most about Alien 3, and this is, of course, going off on a tangent now, but the thing that bu- that probably bugged me the most is how they killed Newt and Hicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you find out, because I'm pretty confident Colonial Marines is supposed to be canon, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be the sequel to so Aliens. in Colonial Marines, Hicks is there. Well, I don't think they technically killed them off in Aliens, they're still alive at the end of the movie. They just decided to kill them off off screen when the next movie started. Well, they killed them in Alien 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like off screen. Or, yeah, I guess when yeah. you know it's it, in the well, movie. Well, it was technically, yeah, yeah, it was off screen. But yeah. but the thing that bugs me, though, is that in in Aliens, they're off. They go on the ship. They go into hyperspace yeah. sleep. But in Alien Colonial Marines, they I think they even explained that Hicks stayed back for some reason or Hicks stayed there. 
So I'm not 100% sure who was actually – you know what? I got to look that up. I got to figure out the continuity there because I – don't, I don't think there's supposed to be any with the third one. I think you're just supposed to, like, disregard the third one when it comes to canon for that stuff, I think. Are but. you supposed to disregard the third one for Aliens, Colonial Marines then, though? Because I thought I, they I, explained I, it out I that they put so. somebody else in his place. Like, they, like somebody else was in that bunk. I don't know. It's been a while. I just, I thought, I, I just, uh, fucking stuttering. Uh, I, it's just what I remember it being. I could remember, I could be remembering it wrong. I mean, it's been what, like 12 years or something? What would, I mean, it's been a while. It has Ten been years a long time. At least. Yeah. Hold on. I got to look this up quick because it's going to kill me. <laughs> That's what I've been doing for you because I knew it was going to do it. The game overall is fun, but, uh, dead game is dead game. Yeah, Colonial Marines. Oh, 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 Colonial Marines. All right, yeah. No, no, Fireteam. Fireteam Elite Fire Dead team. Game. Really? Yep. Well, you, yeah, always, dead. you always say Dead Game to every game no, that comes look, out. So it's not cross-platform, right? It, it's not cross-platform. Not well, they call it cross-platform, but it's because PlayStation can play with Xbox and vice versa. No, but no, it's not cross-play. No, they can't. Wait, no, they no, can't. PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation 4 can play with PlayStation 5. Xbox can play with the new Xbox, like the older, like Xbox yeah. One can play with the Elite or whatever. They fucking confusing Xbox names, but there's no actual cross platform. It's it's in. Well, I think it, they call it cross platform yeah. because you can do places. They have stupid yeah. fucking wording. Stupid I mean, wording, we argued yeah. about it. Uh, yeah, earlier it was like, God damn, is this wording well, so we fucking are, stupid? We argued about it earlier is originally, like I said, I read the article that they said they had no interest in any cross platform whatsoever. But I guess now after the game was released or right before they did another article and they're like, well, we'll look into it. They, they left it open. Like Cecil found the article. Then we found it. You found it. Damoc. Like we were talking about it. All right. So I found it. What happened to Hicks after Aliens? In the beginning of Alien 3, Hicks is said to have died in the crash landing. However, the events of the 2013 video game Aliens Colonial Marines revealed that Hicks was never in the crash ship. Instead, he had been awoken from stasis to help fend off an attack from the Wayland utadi mercenaries. So he actually didn't die in Alien 3. So my question now, who the fuck was in that pod? Well, yeah, it changes canon. I think at the time it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Yeah, he, he was, was supposed, supposed to, to die Hicks. on Alien 3, and yeah. that bugged the shit out of me, because Hicks was like really one... Between him and Hudson, I, when, I, when Hudson died in Aliens, I seriously was upset, because I was like, man, game over, man. Like, yeah, I like that dude. The, it gives him the ultimate line ever, though, like, because of that, you know? What, that, game that, over? Yeah, game over, game over, man. Like, Yeah, but, but he dying, said that before he died. That. I know, well, but it yeah. immortalizes it, at, like, after he dies. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got a good point there. If he doesn't it's die, got, that, that line doesn't have as much meaning as I've, it did. I've used that line, you know, mimicking Bill Paxton in so many ways and so many times. You, you kind of, in like all his movies, in a lot of his movies, he dies, actually, if you think about it. Does he? Yeah, he dies in Predator 2. Oh, yeah, he does he die in dies, Predator 2. He dies um, near dark. He, he died uh, in Frailty. I'm trying to think. Uh, he Man, died in... Uh, Terminator. Oh yeah, he did die because he was. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was a Terminator. It was the beginning. Yeah. Actually, isn't yeah, the, that well, his there, clothes that, that he steals? There, yeah, there's that trick question. That's like, who's the only guy that's been killed by a Predator, Terminator, and an alien? And it's it's Bill Paxton. But technically, you can throw in Lance Hendricks because he was in Alien vs Predator as well, and 
Yutani, but he's technically a synth, I think, when he died in that movie. I don't I don't remember. So people say, you know, asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, so now now after this show, I'm gonna be digging in to figure out like what the hell is Hicks storyline. <clears throat> um or who the hell was in the ship in Aliens Three then. Because if he wasn't there, who the hell did they stuff in his place? And fucking killing Newt. Like really. Like you spent so much time building that character's story in Aliens. And in the, the uh I don't know if it was the director's cut or the whatever it was. Um but there was another cut that came out that had a whole intro scene with Newt and her family where the fate well like like they explained a whole lot more with Newt and her family. Like just the amount of time that they spent with Newt developing that character just to just just a nuker in Alien Three. That bugged the shit out of me too. But as we digress from Aliens Fire Team Elite, yeah. since uh we know well, once you start talking about aliens, you, you can't yeah, not talk here. about yeah, you can't not talk about the movies. See, uh I've seen the movies once when they came out and never again. Oh man. I liked Aliens vs. Predator, but I read the comic oh. books, surprisingly. But that God. the comic books, not the movies. The movies were fucking awful. Okay, but f- first the off the comic books were good. Backtrack. You got to read the books. There's two books from AVP that you got to read. Prey and Hunter's Planet. Prey is friggin' fantastic. Hunter's Planet is a little off the wall, but Hunter's Planet is good. Um, I think there was a third AVP book, but to be honest, meh. Predator Concrete Jungle is a great book, too. If you haven't read that, that's actually a great book. Um, it's but a great, AVP- great video game also. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with the book. I don't know. I'm just saying it's a great I video was game. So, when that game came out, I was so excited Uh-oh. because I loved Predator Concrete Jungle, and I was so excited when I saw the game coming out. It had nothing to freaking do with the book, and I'm like, oh, man. Does, does I know we're getting sidetracked, but does Predator 2 have anything to do with that book? Because technically Predator 2 is like Concrete Jungle in no, a way. Like, no, no. He's in Predator- a city. No, Pre- well, it is in a city, but Predator 2, or sorry, Concrete Jungle, the book, really went into the backstory of the whole, uh, the whole, pre- and I forget what they called, they're called, they're Yanati or Yukati or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. I know you're talking I about I don't that. either, and I've read the book so many times, and I still can't pronounce it. I probably should just look up how to pronounce it. But anyways, it goes into the, their backstory or their culture. You know, the, the females are larger than the males in their culture. Um, yeah. They were described in the book as, like, literally during mating, a male could be thrown across the room just because they were having a, an intense sexual experience, basically. Uh, it just it went into a lot more of their, their culture and backstory. It was just like, huh, well, that's interesting. Um, but in AV, so Alien versus Predator, in the book Prey, you start off with... Uh, the the who was the chick in AVP the the actual chick's name? Fucking no clue, man. I'm the, like the the black girl, the main actress. Yeah, I don't, I don't what was know. her name? I mean, I can find out in a minute. It's gonna kill me now. Yeah, I don't know. I read the comics as a kid and thought it was really fucking cool. Well, um, well the comics actually were the start of it. So Prey was a novelization. Sana no, nah, that doesn't sound right. No, I'm looking. I'm working at it right now. The cast. I just typed it. No, in. I, I thought that her. I thought that she was. Her her, ca- my, her name in the game is Alexa Woods. So or in in, in, in in the AVP comic books and on the books, it was Machoku Mochoko. 
Oh, 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 I thought the you meant the actual movie. Yeah, you're talking about the Asian. She's like an Asian. Yeah. Like, almost like Yakuza type. Yes. Birthday turns. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I actually, I wish they would actually make that into a movie. I've been talking about that for a while with people. Well, I, I know a little bit about that through comic books of her storyline. There's actually another female, too. Well, there's actually, as I said, there were three AVP books that came out. Prey, Hunter's Planet, and War. And... At the end, so in in Prey, basically the predator. So you find out that the predators actually take the xenomorph eggs, and they take a they they have a queen. They take the xenomorph eggs. They actually seed a planet, and then they go and hunt the xenomorphs. That's like their big hunt. They call them hardbeats, yeah. and that's their big hunt to you know become that's a their, man. Their rite of passage, exactly from, from, from boy to men. Exactly. So they use they that send as them a, down in groups of three, right? Is it just like yeah, the movie? It's, Is it's, that legit? Yeah. I, th- I I can't remember how many they sent down, but I remember that they send down an elder, and I put in quotes an elder, and you know, then some initiates. So basically, like it's a guided tour into manhood yeah. type of thing. Uh, and in the book Prey, you had the one guy and it, it, the one predator, and his name was uh, it. Tr- I forget exactly what they called him, but it translated to Broken Tusk. Because one of his mandibles were snapped. Yeah. So you go through there and like through the whole book, you know, the the aliens end up taking over because a queen ends up jump like spawning on the planet, basically. And from the queen spawning on the planet, the predators didn't expect that. And there's a whole shit storm that comes from it. But at the end of it, you end up there's there's the the chick and the predator broken tusk. That are fighting, just like at the end of AVP, the movie. Yeah. They're fighting this big alien, uh, you know, the queen alien. And mm-hmm. Vandup, I think they kill her by shutting the doors on her head. And one of the, the rite of passages things is that they break off a finger of one of the aliens and they use the acid blood to etch into their forehead their specific symbol. So Broken Tusk, being that he was leading them, would etch his symbol into their head. And that's how, uh, Nagishi or whatever her name is. Uh, Nagishi's a fucking sword. What the hell am I saying? Anyways, that's how she ends up becoming, and she literally is a human that becomes part of predator culture. So she ends up going on hunts with them because she ends up being blooded. Uh, And I thought it was just a wild storyline and really, really great. And I loved it. Uh, And when I saw Predator, when Allison Munn was there, I really thought that they were going to take that storyline and run with her being that. But then they completely fucked that up. And I was like, ah, damn it. Oh, the um, the Predator? Like the yeah, newest one? the Predator. Where it had Thomas Jane yeah. in it, which anything that's got Thomas Jane in it, I watch too. Uh, but yeah, so like I thought they were going to go that route. Yeah. And they didn't. And I was so fucking pissed. I was like, god damn it. Missed opportunity. They went with instead with... The, the Predator was a defect or, or a deserter or fucking tr- – uh, what the fuck am I about? Tr- trying to give us technology yeah. type deal. Arnold was supposed to be in the, at the end and he, d- he turned it down. Oh, I'm he glad was supposed he to be the guy. He was supposed to be the guy putting on the suit at the end. Instead, the, the, the main guy in this movie ended up putting it on. Yeah, and, and that freaking co- – like yeah. they could have they could have eliminated that whole ending scene right there. Well, does it come in a 34 long? Dude – that was the worst line of that movie. You should have protested saying it. <laughs> Literally. You should have just like yeah. just put your foot down and said, this is the dumbest shit anybody came up with. I'm not saying it. Oh, man. There's tons of quality content between the comic books. I never read the books. So I read some of the comics and whatnot. They could be making these badass movies or even like 
animated movies, you know, because they're, oh, they're, yeah. they're hot right now. Like the rated R animated, like Marvel and DC, you know, yes. like they could be killing it right now with content and they just don't release any of this stuff. Dude. There's so many good stories. They didn't even have strong independent women stories because, you know, that was you know the big thing in Hollywood right now, you know, like Dude, there's two a- different characters. AVP Prey. Like you could literally mm-hmm. take that storyline of them being on some offbeat colony world. And that was a very strong female character. That whole series had an yeah. s- extremely strong female character. Well, um, she has her own line of comics. Like she goes off. They yeah. gave her own her own thing. You know, she's like a basically like a, a samurai alien hunter. Yeah, she's badass. Yeah, like she is one hundred percent badass. Yeah, and there's, like, like it, I said, there's another one too where a female trains a, a, a lady and she becomes a. You know, badass too. So there's multiple different options they could have went with that. But but even getting out of AVP, if you go like just the aliens route, the aliens books, you've got like Hive. Hive has got a uh, a strong female lead in it. Um, Berserker, Berserker, like that was probably one of my favorite friggin' books from the Alien series. I actually so when I read Aliens versus Predator, I think it's I can't remember if it's Hunter's Planet or Prey. But one of those two books comes directly after Berserker in the like the the timeline, and I literally went, "Well, shit, I gotta go read Berserker." And then when I realized that Berserker was like the fifth book in the series, I had to go back and read every fucking book up till then, just so I could have all the storyline that led to it. I mean, we can get really like silly with this with the animated movies. I mean, you could have like the Alien vs. Judge Red because that's a comic series. You have Alien, Alien versus uh, Alien versus Predator versus Batman. Vers- yeah, <laughs> then there's Alien vs. Predator vs. Terminator. I mean, they have all sorts of stuff in here. Predator vs. Judge Dredd. I mean, I have a lot of this stuff on uh, digital comic, but I had to look some of these up to make sure I wasn't misquoting. Dude, I still have my Aliens vs. Predator versus Batman comics, and they were silly and funny and frigging awesome. <laughs> oh, fuck. Have you guys ever seen Batman Dead End? No. I don't even okay. know what it is. You have to take you have to take the five <laughs> minutes out right now and go watch Batman Dead End. I'm dead serious. I am dead serious. On we YouTube? will pause the goddamn show. You have to go see Batman Dead End right now. It, it applies to what we're talking about so frigging hard. This dude, Google it while I'm talking. This dude spent, I want to say like thirty thousand or thirty five thousand dollars of his own money to make this frigging short film it's a stupid short film i say stupid it's a fucking amazing short film it's a short film of batman going after the joker and it takes and it's got one of the best like batman hero landing stand up with the cape coming up with him i mean it's the old school batman costume so it's all like skin tight it's not the armor batman you know it's not it's not that It, it it's the old school batman and I shit you not. Between this and that Punisher one that I saw, the other, I think actually you turned me on to dirty, the Punisher dirty one. Dirty Laundry. Yes, Dirty Laundry. Between those two right there, like favorite short films. Dirty Laundry, well, he, I think, is he, better. Thomas Jane made that because he wanted to, you know, do another one, and that was just kind of like, hey, look, we can we can still do this. It's popular, but he ended up doing the they they didn't want to do it, and he did the Mist instead. Yeah, which, that, I mean, the Mist movie. was okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was okay. Uh I mean, it had a, whatever, Star Killer in it. Yeah. And then they'll just beat the shit out of him and, like, try to kill him. Or I think they well, did think, kill him. I think they just kept giving him so many different scripts for Punisher 2. I think that was the problem. He didn't like a lot of them, supposedly. Dude, Warzone was fucking amazing. 
I loved Warzone. <sighs> if it had I, Thomas I, Jane I in a, it, I would have like I would have had a no, hard on for Ray, a week. Ray Stevenson's is awesome as it. Like he is. He is. It, it it fits the tone of the movie. Thomas Jane, I don't think fits in that movie, but that's a whole nother. But like I, I what I didn't like though, I didn't like um the guy from Three Hundred. I can't think of his name. He's in The Wire. He plays uh, Jigsaw in the movie, and it, I can't think of his fucking name right now. Shit, I can't think of it either. No, I loved Warzone, but I but I love Thomas Jane's Punisher. Like, yeah, okay, no, I agree. Yeah, Thomas good. Jane's Punisher was like the 1980s into 90s Punisher, and Warzone was like Max Punisher. Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, don't forget Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. He's still my favorite, even though it's a little little yeah, off. Yeah, he, he uh, that that movie's so. I mean, I okay, it's look, so I, I, I mean, love it's, that it's, movie. It's, it's it's I mean, it's it's not line for lines of the comics, but it's true. To some of the comic lines where he's fighting the Yakuza, that's one of the more popular it, it Punisher is. comic lines. You it, know? it is, but let's be 100% honest here. Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher doesn't actually fit the bill. I love that movie. Why not? I, be, <laughs> dude, <laughs> because Frank Castle is not Dolph Lundgren. Like, it's not his build. Sure it's he not is. his voice. Dude, the thing that sold me for Thomas Jane was where he fights the Russian and he finally dispatches him and he just looks down at him and he goes, I'm fine. He's not. And then Mm -hmm. just literally passes out Mm -hmm. from just exhaustion. All right. Tell me you guys are watching Dead End right now. I am. I am. That's why I'm I'm Uh, I'm watching it. Okay, good. It's eight minutes long. All right. Eight eight minutes. I can bullshit for eight minutes. Eight. Seriously. Um. Just let me know when you get to the spot. And yeah, you'll know. no, I, I just got I, there. I kind of know, I think, where you're going to, because when I clicked on it, it played like a little whatever, and it showed, unfortunately, like a, a spoiler. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, Damoc, you got to the spot, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm at it now, too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. Three, three minutes in. As soon as you get there. And, and the thing is, if you watch it, like as soon as that spot happens, Bat- and and this is the part that I love about it. Batman acts exactly like Batman. He immediately what's the first thing he did? Took out the ranged uh, weapon. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like the first thing he did, um, recoil. <laughs> <laughs> no, he took out the ranged weapon. Yeah, when he links up with Predator, he does, but Alien came first. That's why I was thinking, like, which part are we talking about? Well, so Alien shows up, and then, you yeah. know, immediately the Predator well, shows up. He's got, like, the Adam West suit. <laughs> yeah, 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 I told you, the old school suit. <laughs> yeah, like, super old school. Yeah, no yeah. armor, it's just literally it's a so skin-tight funny. Batman suit. I didn't get, like, a good view of it earlier, but now, like, as he's fighting the Predator, you can see it better. Did you see that yeah. stand-up that he did with the cape? Yeah, that actually yeah. was really nice. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah it's pretty that, cool. Yeah. That is uh, honestly, in my opinion, by far the best cape stand up for a Batman, like across the board. I don't think anybody's done it better. Um, he looks like Dracula standing up. He does. Did you know though that um that person that plays Joker is I think the brother of Sulu from Star Trek? Nope. He actually, and I thought he played a like. For the short scene he had, I thought he played a good Joker. Yeah, um, it was an interesting Joker, but he was only there for a couple, what, a minute and a half? Yeah. What's wrong, Bats? Can't take a little joke? I just, I thought it was good. Oh, man, is there another alien? See, here we've gone way off on the lore, and now we're watching (laughs) eight-minute fucking (laughs) short (laughs) films, and we have talked about the game. We don't like that... um, the people don't have lip animations and it's not cross platform <laughs> okay. or cross play. Let's talk, talk about, about this. Good stuff. The music. 
the music in the damn game? Um, you guys told me that it was awful, so when I first got into the game, I don't really like a lot of video game music to begin with. I, I think a lot of it's actually shitty now. In the past, I always thought it was great. Uh, moving forward, video game music, I always just fucking turn down because I'm trying to hear everything else anyways, especially when we're, you know, bullshitting Discord and playing a video game. So, I have not listened to it. Okay, well, good for you, because I left it on because I'm the guy i want to get the whole experience the music was their only spot that i feel was a dead like just a dead spot we started up and the first thing i said was what the fuck is this music like seriously Mm -hmm. what the hell is this and that actually started my whole like oh man this game is gonna suck so bad the music is so horrible already and then thankfully it took a good hard turn into this was fun I mean, the w- uh, there's a lot about the game that I don't like, but uh, overall, I, I'd give it a seven out of ten. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe an eight out of ten if I could. If it had crossplay support or it had more of a more of an end game, I guess. Because at, at this point, even with the horde mode. Unless I'm trying to max out the guns for no reason. Or so, the it's like a, so it's like a 7 out of 10 for you normally, and then 8 out of 10 if you're playing with your friends. Yeah, if I'm playing with friends, yeah. it's 8 out of 10. It, it's a lot of fun that way. The I don't like the matchmaking system. Um, either there's no one else playing the fucking <clears throat> game, or... Uh, it has a really shitty matchmaking system because it will match me and it will immediately put somebody else and I'm like, sweet. And then that fucking timer will count down and I wait till 11 seconds and I always have to back out of it because it puts a fucking AI player there. And if I re-go back into it, it auto-populates two fucking people right then. And I'm like, I don't understand how this shit's working. Well, it's a honeymoon period right now with the game too. So there's probably a lot of people playing it just in general. Um, their matchmaking is a little bit weird because I've gone into games where... All of a sudden, I've got one person and an AI, and then all of a sudden, I've gone and I've had two people in an AI. Like, like, sorry, I've had no people, so I've gotten all AI, and it's been super weird. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I think I agree with that score. I would give it a seven out of ten. I would probably give it a higher score if it indeed was that there was more people to play with. Uh, some of the randos that I've got, I've got to admit, the randos that I've dealt with haven't been that bad. In, in other oh, games, like you lucky fucker, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, like I've I've played some with some blueberries in some other games, and they have just been absolute trash. I I've found been 50-50 like, with the randos, so I've I've been a lot higher. I've been probably in the seventy five percentile with randos. I've had a couple of randos where it's been like, wow, what the f are you thinking? Or they quit midway through a match, which I can't quite judge there because, I don't know, maybe their girlfriends came over and said, hey, I want sex now. And they're like, fuck this game. I'm going to get laid. Uh, I can't judge. I don't know. Um, I know that if my wife came over and said, hey, it's time for sex, I'd be like, guys, podcast over, going to get laid. Um, but that doesn't happen, you so know, I don't have to worry about it. With the randos, so I know you guys and Vintage played it just after launch, right after midnight or whatever, and you had some fun with it and everything. Uh, I played it the next morning. Uh, I was like, ah, let me boot it up and see how this game is and everything. And, you know, let me familiarize myself with it before I try and jump in and play with you guys. The very first match that I had, I played with people who have never played a fucking shooter game before in their lives. It was the worst time. I was like, no, 
that, that's got to be a one-off. And it mostly is. Um, I will say I will not play in a game where it's me, another person, and AI on our team because that AI is fucking useless. But yeah, playing with three people is fun, but I'm, I'm on Wolf's thing. It's a 50-50 mix for me. So I found that the AI was useful on casual or standard as long as you played incredibly conservative. If you played like me, I'm a I run in with a shotgun and just start shooting stuff willy-nilly. Yeah. But as soon as I was with AI players, I I toned it back a lot and it's like, "Oh, that's how I can make these AI players." Well, work. I'm noticing as the cuz all right, so I have two more missions before I beat the game. Like I just been toying around with different weapons and replaying a lot of the older missions. Like I still haven't fully gone through it yet. So the further I get through, and if I have AI with me, I'm noticing the game get a lot harder than it was earlier, which it should. Mm -hmm. But the AI doesn't seem to get better with you. That's accurate. You know what I mean? So like I get better and I keep leveling up and my battle rating keeps going up because the game has a battle rating, kind of like Destiny and some other games where the more perks you unlock and lock things, they all have a rating to them. All your attachments and whatnot. It's, it, I still don't like the rating system. No, no, but I'm, no, what that. I'm saying is the AI doesn't ever get up. So, like, that one mission, uh, like, the end of the third where you fight the, it ends up being, like, three bull aliens. Yeah. Like, I kept, I I had no problems with the AI up until that point because I had two AI when I did that originally. And then they got downed and I barely got through the mission. Because, yes, the AI will use a grenade or whatever, you know, whatnot. But they don't have the turrets like a, a normal person would. They don't have the health. They don't have the consumables. Drops. They don't have, yeah, consumables, you know, like, and it makes it way harder to get through it. And the further you get through the game, the AI doesn't progress. And I, I mean, I can I can understand why they don't do that. I think it'd be almost cheating to a certain extent. But yeah, you're in for some fun for those last two missions, because yeah. even my souped up like. 600 fucking damage sniper rifles or was it like 700 damage sniper rifle you don't one shot anything anymore not even the fucking regulars yeah yeah that last mission's fun though that that wave after wave at the end there where just they keep oh, coming yeah. and they keep coming i really enjoyed that in fact i went into that with no consumables whatsoever so when i went in that i had two randos that i was doing it with and i'm like they are going to look at me like I am a piece of shit. Thankfully, and I say this yeah. loosely, thankfully, I held my own. So I wasn't like, even though I didn't have consumable friggin' um, turrets to yeah. put up, I brought in like 19 mines and I just set mines everywhere. So I've been hoarding my consumables. I haven't really been using them. I've been, dude, right? I've been hoarding them for the harder, for harder mission, like the harder modes when we decide to go you know like balls out exactly like i've been hoarding <laughs> everything i've been hoarding them like health potions in an rpg uh -huh. like i'm gonna get to a boss like, where i need them i've been using the white mines here and there and the white centuries and that's it that's all i'm using i'm saving everything else dude it, I've been, it's I've been a, hoarding i feel like i'm playing final fantasy back in the day where i have like 30 elixirs by the time i get to the last <laughs> boss and by the time i finish the last boss i have 29 elixirs yeah, it's yeah. interesting. The uh, I don't like the rating system with the perks. I feel a lot of the perks, as you unlock them, are mostly fucking useless. It's all the extra perks that you have to purchase with the the in-game currency type stuff. Not, I don't, I don't think there's a real life cash shop. I haven't seen that at all. Well, the, actually, I've noticed um, 
because I've just about fully maxed one of my classes now. I'm at like seven and three quarters, so I'm almost at level eight. So each class goes to level eight. Those ones that you can buy with the in-game are literally just upgrades of ones that you already get in the class. They're not anything different. Okay, um, so I earned those the miscellaneous ones, and those yeah. seem to be better than any of my class skills. Aside from, hey, you know, class can take a couple nice things if you want to do more assault rifle power, some shit like that, but... I don't know, and because it's based, like you get to those last missions and you need to have a, a rate score of 500 to do the last mission, you don't have to have it. I did it at 300 because I didn't put any fucking perks in. I had no problems mm-hmm. doing it. It's just a, it was weird and it highlights that you're under the 500 recommendation. Well, so the perks, like what I found with the perks, especially with, I've been using the gunner class almost exclusively except for when i've got to do like a uh, a weekly mission or a daily mission or whatever and i found that the perks help the biggest thing where the perks help with me are with like the the secondary skill recharges and shit like that like i've noticed the grenade with the gunner i've got the one that it's like 18 percent faster recharge rate and then like 15 percent bigger blast radius and I've noticed that the bigger blast radius actually does help because when I was running horde mode and I started playing around with some of the skills, I would launch a grenade over into a spot where they were spawning and I would typically get like seven or eight kills with that grenade. But when I took off the blast radius on it, I noticed that I would get a like I get two or three instead. So I was like, all right, well, I'm definitely seeing I'm definitely seeing more usefulness out of that perk but i haven't played around with all the perks yet though so i can't i can't honestly say whether the perks are helping me or they're hindering me i'm assuming that they're helping me like i've been mainlining the demo class that's about it i have like a level two technician but everything else i didn't even use gunner yet you know i used the the dock class once just to get the one daily done that was it yeah me too so i just been mainlining demo class and it i see the differences in my class like and the actual perk system's a lot more complicated than it looks like when you just look at it it's way more in depth than you realize because you got to you you actually connect the lines like a circuit board yeah and they 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 either affect one or the other like of your your cuz every class has like has three perks one's kind of like a passive mhm and then the other two is like a like an ultimate and then the other one is almost like a grenade type usually of some sort yeah yeah, like the demo's you know? got the rocket launcher. Yeah. Um, the gunner has a grenade. Uh, the dock, instead of having one of those two, they've got a little plant that they put out that heals everybody. Yeah. I fucking hate that thing. I don't like the mechanics Dude, of that. It's super hard to get the hang of, but once you, like, really, when you get a dock in your party, the whole point is that the dock literally, he heals you, he does everything. Like, he heals you, he's going to put down, like, if you need a med kit, he's going to med kit you and then go pick up another med kit to charge his med station. If, as soon as you get into a spot where you're going to hold out, he drops the med station so you can keep dipping in there and get more. Yeah. But, like, you've got to focus, like, that's where, I think that's where this tactical game really comes into light because you've got to think, all right, if I've got a doc on the party, I've got to let them do that job. Like, they are a true support class in this game. Okay. I, I haven't played with a competent doc, and I've only played doc one or two times just to do a daily. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. It's like, it's it's not just about, 
am I playing with a competent doc? You've got to be playing with the mindset that you have a doc with you. Like when you go and you find med kits, you don't just jump over and be like, oh shit, I'm low on health. Let me use a med kit and then let me pick up this med kit. No, you got to be in the frame of mind of, hey, doc, heal me. Okay, go grab this med kit to, to charge up your heal yeah. station. And well, it's really, there's a little more. The other biggest issue with the game, the no chat system. That is fucking annoying. <laughs> but you know what? I got, got to assume that they knew Discord like, was out there and people are using Discord. No, yeah. bullshit. You still have to have uh, something. You, I want you like, at least to hit enter type. and type. Yeah. You at least could have typed in there with the enter button. Like, come on. I, You know what? I do wish. Like, that's one of my favorite things about Friday the 13th is that their whole chat system really makes that game. Like, it, it enforces that isolation in Friday the 13th where you can't talk to anybody. And almost using Discord feels like it's cheating, like Among Us. Well, it was funny is, like, when that game first came out, like, and I started playing it, I don't think, like, Discord was as popular, or at least it wasn't with me. I mean, maybe it was, but I, I guess I kind of got in Discord a little later than most people. So we would use Steam Chat, and it would actually ban you from using the Steam Chat while you're playing the game. So you couldn't cheat. So you had to use the in-game and, and, and that's the thing is I love, I yeah. absolutely it was love. awesome that it did that. Yeah. I love the way Friday the 13th did their <clears> chat <throat> system because it was a proximity chat. If you got close enough to somebody, you could talk to them. If Jason got close enough to you, they could talk to you, which was funky as hell. Or they can hear honest. you if he's in stealth mode hiding. Like exactly. He, he could hear everything you're saying. You're like, oh, well, there's some people around me. Let me just kind of mm-hmm. wait here. And oh, no, I just asked him. Uh, but that whole thing of like, I can't talk to anybody really enforce that isolation of that game. And I think that that's something that they could have used here. You know, even if they gave you a chat system where, and I hate to say this because I fucking hate it when you guys use those damn cards, the different vision modes where you got like the 1990s, you know, <laughs> fucking, fucking security CCTV camera. mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like this horrible friggin' 1990s security that cam footage. Brutal. That was yeah. horrible. That was just, it, dude. It was just for fun. I just wanted to try. It. Oh no! I it was like, all right, one hundred percent fun. I would at, do at least it. that one was playable. The newer one for me was the hardest. That was pretty tough because that literally made everything a grayscale, and it was hard to see. It was hard to distinguish what was where. Like well, it only could had jump the out. Flamethrower. So. Oh yeah, fuck you. So the newer with the flamethrower was even bad for me, even for you guys. I know it was worse for you guys, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Wait, we played one that didn't have color. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you were there. It might have been just me, Cecil, and Vintage. Yeah, I'm colorblind as fuck, dude. Yeah, he, he's been colorblind. Like, I would have rolled with it. He, he couldn't have, could have figured it out anyways. Yeah. No, it was literally just black and white with, you know, a little bit of gray area well, here and there. Let's, you know, we just touched on that. Those combat cards are, they're interesting because some of them are just straight, hey, I'm going to give you a perk, like double dam- or like double health. And then some of them are like, hey, you know what? You're going to have a hindrance, but... At the end of it, you're going to get like double XP or, yeah. or double something. I really, I, you know, I really like that. You guys hate me for it because I'll throw something on like, hey, it's going to steal all your life until you kill something. Well, we hated on you because we never did that level before. We had no idea what we were getting into. That's why we hated on you for that. Dude, but I'm the guy who starts right? off and it like. Took, <laughs> no, it, it took forever to get to the first horde. And yeah. we were dead by the time we yeah. got there because no one had any fucking and, and we all had single shot weapons at the time, too. Like, that's something that you need, like, automatic weapons for more. So you yeah. can just spray and pray and kill anything, you know? Like, if you're missing shots, you're not killing anything. So you're not healing yourself. Like. Yeah, it it's more of a, a horde mode card. That definitely but the is. The game, yeah. The game cards are 
a fun element, but without having a chat system, it's hard Mm -hmm. because some people put in cards like, dude, don't fucking do that. Like, that's not legit. And then you end up in a match that fucking (laughs) sucks. And that's happened to me a lot. I don't mind the no consumables. Fine. That, you know, I can still make it through most times. Um, I don't don't like the ones. Yeah. I don't (laughs) like the ones that disable my secondary. Um, so I like, can't switch to my yeah. You can't switch to the shotgun. Was it me? You and vintage in that one? Was, yeah, was it, yeah. It was it was awful. You run out of ammo. I've seen the ones that do. Uh, you do two hundred percent more damage, but you have fifty percent less ammo. And I was like, oh, that's fucking awful because everybody's out. Have you played the one where you do? I think it's seventy five percent less damage, but you do three hundred percent more damage to the critical spots. No, I haven't seen that card no. yet. Holy shit, that one's so fun. Because, you know, they're, they're critical spots, their head. So yeah. you'll sit there and I don't, I don't know if you guys, I mean, this is the way I play. I don't know if you guys play this way. I don't know if anybody else plays this way. I don't care. But I'll start at their chest and I'll let the recoil, of course, drop up to their head. So you get somebody charging at you and you're like, oh shit. And you start firing and you're like, their health is not going down at all. And then all of a sudden you get to their head and they just melt and you're like, oh, thank God. I don't have any recoil in my class. Oh, because yeah, yeah you're using a friggin' smart weapon or a flamethrower. Yeah, or or the you know, one shot sniper type weapons. So like, there's no yeah. recoil. Well, there's recoil because if I miss, it's because the AI did like some sort of jerky movement or wherever my my leading him. You know. Well, I mean, so you've got recoil. It's just it doesn't matter because once you tag them once, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's, I really like the, the DMR single shot rifles because the AI, while it's good when it gets close to you, the AI is fucking <laughs> awful at range. They follow a very specific pattern yep. and you can just line up, bow, headshot, bow, headshot, bow, yeah. headshot. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude, this is fucking great. Yeah, now, there'll be certain spawn you do points get sworn, on the wall, like you said. Yeah. Yep, you. I, but you do get swarmed, so if you're only focusing on that one spot and your other teammates aren't fucking clearing everything out, you're fucked. Yeah, that that I've noticed is that you've got to have, you've got, I mean, just like every other game, every other horde, you know, horde um, version game, you've got lanes and you got to cover those lanes. And oftentimes there's more lanes than there are players. So you get into any spot where you're in a holdout, there are typically five to seven lanes I've noticed. Now there may be less, maybe more, but like the average I've seen is about five to seven lanes. No, you're, you're right. From a distance, when they're up close is when it turns into a clusterfuck. And that's when the AI is actually really good up close because it goes all over the place. Yeah, exactly. That's the one thing they did right. Yeah. Like you'll sit there like when they're coming at you. But just like if you think about the Aliens movie – well, when they're coming at you, they literally are just coming straight down lanes. It was when they got mm-hmm. overwhelmed. And that's something I, yeah. I I agree with you, Wolf. They nailed in this game. I think they did it right. Was as yeah. soon as they get up close to you, all of a sudden, holy shit, there's some I'm – in, I'm in the shit right now. I've got, I've got to back out of this or I've got to figure out a way out of this. Um, well, that, see, well, that was the complaint with Colonial Marines is like they were so on a path that they would hit you and do a lot of damage when they got close to you. But they were still – they would back off and go back – on this weird path and go back up and then come back again. Like they were so path driven where in this game, it's just when they get close to you, it's just chaos. They run around literally just try to kill you. In colonial Marines, it was more like a guerrilla tactic method that they were trying to mimic where they would jump in, attack you Mm -hmm. and then jump away and then jump back in. But it just turned out to be horrible because they used the same path over and over again. So it was really easy to predict. Well, you saw the article I sent you. They didn't code it right. That's part Hmm. of the problem. 
I messed up the coding. It took ten years to find it. <laughs> so the this one is nice. Those cards that say disable your secondary are fucking awful because when you do get into the shit and they have overwhelmed you because they will overwhelm you on almost every time. Everybody just pimp out your shotgun. Your shotgun's gonna be your best friend, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, like I was playing horde mode. First first match I played in horde mode, which I really like horde mode, by the way. First match I played in horde mode. You know, they have the lanes and there's as I said, there's like five to seven lanes that you're that you're tracking. And inevitably somebody's not tracking one lane and you get overwhelmed. Soon as that happens, man, you pull out that shotgun, you just turn, blap, three of them are right down. Like, there's three of them pouncing on you, boom, blap, three of them are down, boom, blap, the rest of them are down. You go back, you pull out your rifle, and you're covering your lanes again. The only thing that sucks is when people are stupid, don't cover their lanes, and you get that multiple times, and you forget to reload your shotgun in the middle of it. You're like, fuck, I'm out. Yeah, that sucks. And then when people aren't paying attention, and they let the fucking bursters into the lines. Oh, goddamn, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I like. I like that they, um, I mean, if you've watched Aliens, if you've played Aliens, anything, Aliens at all, you know that their blood is acid. So if they're near you when they die, they drop a pool of blood or blood, or their blood splashes on you and it does damage. Um, the only thing that I didn't like, that I, I don't like in that fashion is that I think, and, and maybe this is a bad idea, but I think that the blood should do more damage than it does. Because it almost is, it's an annoyance more than it is any, more than it is a deterrence. It's more annoying than, oh shit, I just got blood splashed on me. I just walk to the left and I'm like, all right, I'm fine. Well, that's why they have harder difficulties. But even on the harder difficulties, the acid splash still is more of annoyance than anything else. Now, you're talking the acid splash from the just the dead bodies of the the generic aliens. No. The bursters do a decent chunk of damage each, yeah. each burst. I'm even talking the about the bursters. Itself, the, the spitter will spit on the ground, and that does a ton of damage. The still. spitters are, are – I'll admit that the spitters do some damage. They're, they're more than an annoyance, but – in just the case of like even the bursters, when they come up yeah. and they like they burst next to you, it's like all I got to do is roll out of the way. It's like well, all right, well they, they did some damage. Well, here's yeah, my thing. I yes feel no. well. I feel I feel the them only doing minimal damage. The regular bodies is better because now I'm worrying about where I step on the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to get spit on. I got to watch out for bursters and I got to watch out for friendly fire in the harder levels. I feel like if the acid did too much damage. It would take too. It would take away too much from that, yeah, you know. Yeah, but, but my my problem is is that you guys have seen how I play. I I run yeah. in. I charge in like a bull in a china shop. I pull out the shotgun and I just start. I just start. Well, you're you're the running gun guy. Yeah, you're, you're not the tactical holdout type player. You're the running gun. No, I'm the guy who's running around you're the and wild being like, card. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, you're the wild card. Yeah, I'm the guy who's like, yeah, all right, how is this going to work Cecil. out? <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't play with me. I, well, I mean, it's it either works out or it's terrible. There's no in between with you. Exactly. It either works or it doesn't. Like, yeah, it, it's either going to work smashingly or fail miserably. That's how I run my yeah. life. You got me and Wolf in the background getting everything. Okay, we're going to go up this way, fucking yeah, take yeah. care of shit. Mm-hmm. Cecil's already up there. He started the event. He's already swarmed <laughs> yeah. with his third fucking horde. Yeah. Leroy <laughs> Jenkins, bitch. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, we're definitely, Damoc and I are definitely the most tactical based. We want to sit back and work as a team the most. Like, sure. I agree. Sure, you, you yeah. go with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's, like, there's, 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 the the game is just genuinely and I, I track I try to track every game as in is it fun or not? 
And I think this game is genuinely fun. Like, it's got fun elements to it. Yeah, it's got its drawbacks. The music is definitely one of them. Um, the AI going down lanes. And literally, like, when they pop out of a spawn point, you can almost track, all right, they're going to go here. All I got to do is aim right here. But the positive part to that is that they give you multiple spawn points and multiple lanes that they're coming down. So it's not like it's not like you just go, all right, I'm going to focus down this hallway and I'm going to wait. And then I'm done. If you're focusing oh, down no, this one hallway, was, you've got this hallway over here and the thing above your head that's about to drop. Yeah, it was never like that the lane system was bad. It was just like when you're working your lane, you're like, hell yeah, these three are coming out right here. Because I've noticed that in standard, they like to do three from one hole, three from a different hole, three from the other hole. And then when they do the collective, uh, like the bursters and the spitters, and they do like two or three at a time, they all come from different holes. So you can't just fucking nail them at once. Um, <clears throat> but the, the pathing, yes, the game has to have pathing. It's still fun. That, that's not a drawback mm. of the game. Yeah. It, it, I mean, and, and that's most games, too. It's like you find the pattern. It's it's just, it's the nature of the beast. It's it's hard to program something that's going to be that dynamic. I mean, if you can nail that, fucking awesome. But, I mean, if you nailed that, how much more difficult? I mean, if you think, if you think about how, like, just bugs in general work, because that's what aliens, that's what the xenomorphs are based off of. They're based off of, like, you know, army ants, that type of thing. You know, they're they're yeah. based off of that type of logic. They're 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 hive. Yeah, like the hive, hive mentality. Yeah. If if you could actually nail that, like if you could actually nail that with an AI, how fucking difficult would that actually be? Like in the, in the higher difficulties, it's just they become. And this is a little disappointing, but expected. The aliens become more bullet sponges, and you just get more of them. That's all it is. I mean, that's, that's the cranking up the difficulty. They don't, they don't make the aliens themselves harder. They just give them more health and more damage. Exactly. What you're saying. So it basically makes it so that you've got to be more on target with your weak point hits. You've got to yeah. be more uh, – you've got to be able to dodge more. You've got to have more consumables to launch up. Yeah, I mean, it basically just means that it's, it's, not, it's not making them more difficult as in their AI is better. It's just making it – just, it's just turning the knob to 11. That's all it does. Is there a game that actually has a setting where the AI actually gets better, though? You know, I I want to say Half-Life 2 was that way for me. Because I thought the AI got more tactical in Half-Life 2 when you cranked up the settings. Not just cranked up the settings. Even if you played the game on an easier setting, as you progressed, they did up the AI. At least they started you. the AI started using better tactics yeah. they would take cover hide behind things and and do all that where at first it was just hey you're walking up and these guys are openly running down the train tracks chasing you and you've got the pistol and you can pop them all off but yeah so is it safe to say that we'll just use as a rough number you can change if you want that say 90 percent of games out there don't have a smart ai they just give you they give them more health and more damage 100 percent I agree with that 100%. Maybe yeah. even higher, maybe 95% at yeah. that point, because yeah. there's not many smart games, if you want to call it that. Like, but that's that's the easy AI way out. Was, that's yeah. that's the easy way of doing it. It's just like, no, let's I mean. make we it hard. really had that game, it seems. Like, someone hasn't created that yet. That would be, like, the next step in gaming evolution is to make a smart AI, in and a the, way. And the thing that bugs me is that it's not like that technology isn't out there. It's not like people can't do yeah. it. I mean, shit, they've got AI that is adaptive and thinking and taking l immense quantities of data and being able to predict how yeah. 
the fucking stock market is going to go tomorrow. I mean, yeah. they they literally have AI who can do that. How come you can't? Yeah. I mean, saying that they can't make an AI that's going to be more adaptive, like you just crank it up and be like, well, mm-hmm. let's use more tactics. Let's do this. Well, and this this genre so, is, seems to be perfect for it. You get the game like Aliens Fire Team, the new Evil Dead game that's going to come out, like yes. uh, Left for Dead, Back for Blood. These type of games would be the perfect game for that smart AI. Yeah. Because so all these games have, have done their own where, you know, they change the maps and maybe they change the spawn points, but you don't have the smart AI yet. They do have a list of nine of the best games with or nine games with the best AI in them. Um, and it kicks it off with fear. You guys remember? Fear I from remember fear. I do remember fear. I, I didn't so really like the, fear, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, I mean, like or hate it, um, apparently the enemies would never react in the same way. They were uh, machine intelligent when they were fucking coding the game, and they would never act the same way. They would always be different. The Last of Us is supposed to have really dynamic uh, enemies that would move and change and adapt to your playstyle. Um Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Halo Reach was supposed to have good AI, Dude, Far Cry 2, and StarCraft 2. Okay, so I would definitely agree with Last of Us, Fear, and uh, XCOM. Because the more you played XCOM, the harder it got, because they did start to figure out your tactics. And Alien Isolation, because it was supposed to track and monitor how you were playing. I didn't play enough of Alien Isolation to get through and find that, but I found, like, that's the thing I liked about Alien Isolation is that it was more an alien, and that's the thing that, you know, there's so many genres in this one story arc. Alien Isolation was really more of that intense, suspenseful, jump scare game. While Aliens Fireteam Elite is much more action-based, I'm running and gunning, there's thousands of these things coming at me, and Well, I think I've that's why they did the names the way they did. It's yeah. Aliens Fireteam, and it's Alien yeah. Isolation. Yeah, like, 100%. Specifically, yeah, they knew what they were doing Dude, there, it's, surprisingly. It's interesting. Apparently, Alien Isolation is actually um, a, a very good case for enemy AI study, and they have studied it, so... They came out and said it's a multi-layered AI system. Their basic premise was the AI was not to cheat. The level was pre-processed to find interesting places for the alien to search. When it dropped in with a few parameters to say how fast to search, where, and what size radius, the alien hasn't spotted the player, and it would do it as a leisurely search of a large area. So it, it adapted to the player. Hmm. I really I didn't play the game for more than 20 minutes, but yeah. I did it on one of the extra I, I life streams and I loved it. it. I really did love how it felt. Um I honestly did not like that there were the human players or the human NPCs in it that you had to fight. I really felt that that actually took away from the game personally, but I really dug just the the puzzle aspect getting through the levels, the atmosphere, the atmosphere. Fuck it, they nailed the atmosphere. <sighs> like I, I, I can't think of another alien game that they did. There's a VR plugin for that now, apparently. I would shit my pants. You can you can play that. And they, there's a VR download supposedly. Yeah. I, for wait, which game? For Alien Isolation. Oh shit! No, nope. I'm gonna hard, fucking plug that in. Try it. Hard pass. It's the same reason I won't play Resident Evil with <laughs> VR. 
I would literally, I, I could play it if I was on the toilet. That's the only way I could play that game because I, I look, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to pretend like I'm the biggest badass, whatever. I love horror games, but I know that those are two games that would make me shit my pants. Yeah. There's no, a mod you, you know to the game that edited full VR. Yeah. Oh, I, I would have to check that out. You know what fucks you up though? I put on VR, you know, connected to my computer. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Let, let's, uh, let's play Subnautica. No. Nope. Uh-uh. And I, I, I scuba dive, right? I, shit, we've talked about it, right? Cecil's certified. I was certified. You know, I've done all the scuba diving. I love being in the ocean, but not Subnautica's ocean. <laughs> Dude, we got to go scuba dive together. I for, if you told me, I forgot that you were certified for diving. Yeah, I probably have to get recertified. I was like 17. Yeah, if you got your certification, now you're good. Let's go to Fe- You don't have to renew those? No, man. No, let's go to Phoenix Lake. You got your open water? Yeah. Yeah, dude, you go down to 60 feet. Let's go out to Phoenix Lake, man. Let's go diving. We should figure that out sometime. Fuck yeah. Um, well, I mean, there, there's just, I mean, we can go into, uh, we can just spoil the whole damn game, but uh, there's one other topic I wanted to talk about tonight, which was Destiny 2. And I know you guys probably don't play it that much, but Destiny 2 just incorporated, and, and by just, I mean, Tuesday, like fucking Tuesday of this week, incorporated crossplay. Some other things that they incorporated with it, because there's a new season coming out, and this is kind of, I, I don't know, maybe this is going to turn into a monologue, but I'm kind of, I, I'm half upset, and I, and maybe just because I've been out of the Destiny world for so long, they've changed it over to the seasons. So just like a lot of other games that you've seen, they've they released seasons that are like, okay, well, in this season you gain this much experience and you get this season unlock, etc., etc., etc. I mean, Wars with Friends does it. Uh, fucking uh, War Warframe does it. There's a whole bunch of games. That Everything do it. does yeah. seasons now. Every, every, like anything that's trying to hold an audience does seasons. Exactly, exactly. And, and it's not it's not like the worst thing in the world, but it's one of those. Okay, whatever. I guess the thing that bugs me is that. When and maybe it's just I'm um, I'm used to Destiny, the original Destiny, and that's what I'm looking for. And I'm just not. Maybe I'm just too old. I don't fucking know. But in the original Destiny, it came out. You're like, hey, here's this DLC pack, and in this DLC pack, you got a raid, and then whatever else came along with it. Sometimes you didn't get a raid. Sometimes you just got like Prison of Elders or some shit like that. But anyway, you you got here's what you got. In this new season, there's it's the season of the witch or uh, the something witch. I just I just played the first mission of it tonight, and uh, it ends up being that oh fuck spoiler for anybody who's actually going to play Destiny two. It ends up being that the Osiris that you met back in God, what was it, Shadowkeep or whatever it was, you, you met him in Destiny two. You finally met Osiris. Well, that's not actually Osiris. That's actually whatever this witch chick is. And she's been masquerading as Osiris this entire time. So this whole season, you can just you know buy the season. If you don't buy it, you just play it and you unlock the free tier of the season. And that's a normal thing, too. But the thing that's bugging me is that the new things that they're putting out, which are, I don't know if they're supposed to replace raids or if they're supposed to supplement raids or whatnot, but they're called dungeons. To get the dungeon, you have to either A buy the separate dungeon pack or buy the like the deluxe edition of whatever this next DLC is. Well, the, the next DLC comes out with like season 15, I think, through 19, which 
I'm assuming covers the next like year, year and a half worth of gameplay, but it's 80 bucks. And I'm not usually one to gripe over how much it costs, because if I enjoy a game, I'll throw money at it left and right. Hence why I've spent over $200 on Aliens Fireteam Elite. Don't know why. I love, I like, I like Aliens, so I throw money at it. And I like Destiny, but I'm looking at this going, okay, I can either buy the season, which I think is like 14 bucks just for this season and then pay for the next seasons, but that doesn't get me the dungeon. I don't know. It's just how many dungeons do you get? Well, with the uh, with the the deluxe edition, you get season fifteen through nineteen, and you get the one dungeon. Which, as I said, now okay. So is is it only is it one dungeon per season, or is it one dungeon for the next several seasons? I, I think it's one dungeon for the next several seasons. That seems like fucking worthless see and that's where i'm like um i'm looking at this and maybe i just don't know but like before it was a dlc pack was like 15 bucks and you would get either a raid or i mean the prison of elders was like their raid light and that's what i'm looking at the dungeons as it's like raid light but you would pay 15 bucks for the dlc and you would get access to whatever that dlc had which was typically as i said a raid or or uh Prison of Elders. Or I remember something. them being like thirty or forty dollars for DLC, but that was, were they that the much? Games. Yeah. Oh yeah, the DLC. Yeah, was th- this is my issue with with Destiny Two is the price. They it's a they just keep ripping people off. I think on money because, like you said, it's fifteen dollars for a season. They're, like it's, I think it's the only game out there that'll charge you that much for a season. Every other game, it's ten dollars for a season for anything. Oh, you know what? Like the old DLCs were ten dollars in Destiny One, and then towards the end of Destiny One, they were like thirty. And then, then they Destiny Two were like thirty to forty dollars for a DLC. Like it's yeah. just insanity. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, and and you know I'm looking here, House of Wolves, which was one of the last expansions I picked up in Destiny One, was thirty four ninety nine. So yeah. yeah, you know what? But I'm just looking at it going eighty bucks. God damn, is eight like I really enjoy Destiny. Okay. Uh, no, you are paying for a bunch of dungeons. Destiny 2 will see a raid or dungeon every three months starting soon. And that was August 24th of this year. Really? Okay. It's so, a Polygon article. So, and, and you know, and this is me and my ignorance because I haven't been playing Destiny 2 nearly as much as I played Destiny 1. I've got 2,500 hours plus in Destiny 1. Like, I could, I can tell you so yeah. much about Destiny 1. And I don't have nearly as much in Destiny 2. Um, and that's, you know, because life happened, et cetera, et cetera. But, and that's what I was asking. I was actually asking my old clan. I'm like, hey, look, 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 be frank with me. I, I trust you guys. Is this really worth 80 bucks? Is is what I'm buying, is it worth 80 bucks here? Because what I'm looking at, it doesn't look like it's worth 80 bucks to me. I feel like I got more for 15 to 30 bucks in Destiny 1 than I am with this 80 bucks here. So it's like $80 for what, four seasons worth of content? Yeah. So remember, each season's only three months. <clears throat> well, and that's the thing, though, is that if I buy that and I pay eighty bucks, I I'm basically dedicating myself to play all four of those seasons. And there's a lot to do in a season. Like I jumped in on the last season, I had like I think two months to do it. Like I had a are ton you, are of time. Are you getting the so-called season pass with it also, or you're just getting the content? Because you mentioned that fifteen dollar thing earlier. No, you're getting the season pass with it. Yeah, so like you're okay. getting you're you're getting season fifteen through yeah. nineteen. Okay. Um, but that's that's the troubling part is that like I'm paying the eighty bucks, and if uh, yeah, I don't know, fuck, 
I got a new job. Life happens. Um, a new kid pops out of my wife. I don't know. Something. Like, I'm going to be paying in advance for all of that. And because logically, you're looking at it going, well, you got to pay in advance so you can get the discount on what you're paying for. But then what happens if, I don't know, like life happens and I can't play yeah. all of that uh, it's season. It's almost like it's discounted because they'll probably offer it separate for like 30 to $40 each and you're going to pay 80 for four seasons. Well, that's my assumption is that I'm going to pay yeah. more if I pay this a la carte later yeah. than if I buy it now. But I don't know. Like, is, is it? It's, it's a gamble. You're going <laughs> yeah. to play, play all four for $80 or maybe you'll play two of them and spend 60 to $80. Yeah, or that, you don't even have to play all of them if you buy the eighty. Maybe even if you play two, you st- will you still have the content for those other seasons? Like there, is it still there, or does it go away? Is so my the, question. From what I saw, you could go back and play the missions. Yeah. So even though, like, I jumped in, I bought Beyond Light, and Beyond Light is where like all the season stuff started. Yeah, and I could jump back, and there were called legacy missions, and I could go back and play th- those missions. Um, and I. I I got this is something I have to admit. I like what they're doing and how they're releasing story because in the season they're not just they're doing what they did in Destiny One where they were giving you extra story missions and as you played and unlocked these extra story missions you got more of the storyline and it was it was a trickle story but of course it kept you interested. So I like what they're doing in the, in the season because it kind of gives you a well you know that at the beginning of the season, you're going to get this part of the story. And then you grind, and it gives you time to grind. And then midway through the season, they unlock some more story missions. And then you're grinding. And at the end, you get kind of the end of that story. So you can – it kind of forcibly spaces it out so that you can't blitzkrieg through it. And then you have – like, for instance, the three of us are playing Destiny 2, and we're playing this season. Damoc has – or Wolfman, you've got 30 hours that you can uh, apply to it. And Damoc has only got 15 and I only got like five. Well, we all end up staying in the same spot in the story because they unlock the story in that same – in like a timed fashion. Yeah, so yeah. even though I've only got five hours to play it this month, I'm still in the same spot in the story that you are when you're playing it. You just happen to do the story quicker because – you know, as soon as it releases, you're bam, you're doing the story yeah. missions done. So I like that what Conqueror's they're doing. The game did that. Like yeah. they were they would every every season they get your new new classes of, of soldiers. So like whatever season, like right away this class is open and then in two weeks this next class will open up and then in forty five days the third one. So like someone can't just go through and unlock all three of them like right off the bat, like you said. Like in in a, in a couple of days or a week, you know, yeah. Where someone that plays a little more casually, you know, has to wait like all season or something, you know. Yeah, so it caters to the casual player, yeah. which currently that's the boat that I'm in. Uh, it, it caters to the casual player a lot more, and and I like that because then it's not you know I can, as a more casual player, I can feel more valid. At least in the discussions with Destiny 2, you know, when, when we're talking about, well, geez, you know, the, the, the Awoken Queen is back and she's doing this. You know, I'm not so far behind in the story that I, I don't know what they're talking about. I can still keep up. So I like that part. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm playing around with the idea of, God, is it worth 80 bucks? Am I going to play it that much? You know, even as a casual player, am I going to play it that much? Um, so I mean, I'm really just, I'm wrestling with that. 
But one of the big things that they came out with, and I'm really, really on the fence right now, whether I am for or against this. So before, have you guys played Destiny before? I know, I know, Damoc, you played Destiny. Wolfman, do you played Destiny? Yeah, I played the original. I played up until was it the Forsaken or Forsaken King or whatever okay. upgrade. Up, okay, like so you'll, DLC, you'll yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah. you had primary ammo, secondary ammo, and heavy ammo. Yeah. Right. Well, in the mm-hmm. newest update. You have infinite primary ammo and infinite secondary ammo. The only ammo you're picking up is heavy. That seems pretty dumb to me. I'm on the fence about it. So, like, there's part of me that says, wow, this is going to be amazing because I don't have to worry about ammo management. I just have to worry about my heavy ammo. So, it kind of brings out that one element of ammo management being a headache. But on the secondary end of it, like, in PvP... Well, shit, that means I have unlimited shotgun ammo. I am running around like a fucking shotgun fiend now, and I am just blasting people in the face. I feel like having unlimited ammo takes away from the game because you're not switching weapons or for certain areas. Or like you said, especially for PvP, if you got that god gun with infinite ammo, like almost gives you an advantage over someone that has lesser weapons. Exactly. But on on the flip side of it, when I look at it from the opposite side... Like, Recluse was a, a great submachine gun. If I'm going up against somebody with a shotgun and the other person's got un- infinite ammo with a Recluse, well, you know, we're in the same boat at that point in time. We've got, like, I've got the Recluse. They've got a shotgun. We've both got infinite ammo. So, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm super yeah. on the fence. I, I want to play ca- it a bit more. Chaos, I feel like that also caters to spawn camping, too. You're not running around looking for ammo on the board. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 get, I agree with you. It definitely could. Yeah. Like, you just sit there with a sniper rifle and you just wait. Yeah. You're like, well, they're going to come across here. You never have to move. I, you know but what? Even You're just right. in the campaign, like, I like switching weapons. You know, like, if I have such a good gun, I just wipe everything out. It doesn't doesn't cater to me switching weapons and, and doing different tactics. I just roll through the game one way and one way only at that point in time, too. Well, in that fashion, they make you switch weapons because there are still certain weapons that are more suitable towards the different situations that you're in. So they still got it so that power weapons are elemental. So you need the power weapons to blow through people's shields. Um, And not all of your power weapons are are as versatile in all situations. Like there are some times where you're just like, man, I really want a shotgun when I'm facing this boss because I've got so many enemies that come around and they get, totally close quarters on you and you're just like I want a shotgun so I can just nuke them quick and then focus on the boss yeah, and you want those other- multi-kills that just clear the room yeah yeah and then you drop your super right. and you just clear them anyways but I don't know so there, there's there's a lot of things that I'm I'm interested to play this season just to see what's going to happen but I'm also I'm super on the fence on a lot of the changes they're doing like they're the, Bungie has always done the thing where They'll, they will shift the meta, you know, you get a pair of boots that are just broken. I mean, I'm not going to lie. They're just broken. So Bungie next updates that come out and they nerf those boots. It's like, well, all right, these boots are now nerfed, but hey, we got these boots because you boosted this and now these boots are broken or this weapon's broken. Yeah. They're always shifting the meta. And I mean, that's pretty much destiny is just staying on top of the meta. That's all you're doing is just staying on top. Um, especially with PvP, like PvP, it just is always that that meta is always rotating. Do you have the gun with the role that you want? You, you know, and I still I fall back to Destiny One. I never got that God role, IS Luna. 
And I'll complain about that. I will whine and bitch and complain about that until the day I die. Never got that damn God roll IS Luna. I don't know, man. Destiny 2, I enjoyed playing it when it came out. I played with you and Zyber, and I think Ko was with us, and I'm not sure who else. And we did the raids, and, and Shadow played with us. Man, like, it was a really good time back then. But once I got to the part where it's like, okay, we're just, I'm only logging in for the raids. Uh, there was no other reason for me to log in. There was nothing else to do in the game. And then they had, I don't know if they still have the random loot boxes. And nope. I, I think most places got rid of that shit. But they, you know, I spent a bunch of money on that because I was trying to get that fucking, the black golden armor shit. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off, and then I just stopped playing entirely. I stopped logging in for raids, because eh, I think Zyber actually bought me the expansions, and I felt terrible because I didn't play them at all. I was done after the fucking the first time. Yeah, they've switched some things up where, like, they've, I don't want to say vaulted, but they've taken a bunch of things, like the Leviathan raid, which is the one you and I ran a bunch They've actually vaulted that, so you don't even have the Leviathan raid anymore. You've got uh, uh, you know, whatever other raids that are out there. And to be perfectly honest, I haven't actually run anything else other than Leviathan right now. Um, I did the one. Well, it's coming back. That that's part of the new thing. It's now they're on the five year rotation thing, so the five year dungeons are coming back. Yeah, and that's only if you buy the deluxe edition for eighty dollars. You will get dungeons in every season, but the five year raid seems to be very connected to the deluxe edition. Yeah, and that's why I'm like sitting there going, Jesus, worth. I mean, okay, I've had enough alcohol I'm that I can be really. I can be really honest here. I'm gonna buy it. I know I am. <laughs> I'm going to pay the 80 bucks. I mean, fuck, I paid $200 for Aliens Fireteam Elite. Like, I, I'm going to spend the money. I, I'm the I video say, game consumer. I say even if you only play two seasons worth, you might as well just spend the 80 because you might spend 80 anyway just buying them two s- separate. Right? Right? That's I'm in, I'm in that market. I mean, if I had the money, you know, like, and I were you, I would just buy it. Yeah, I, I don't have the money. Even if, like I said, even if you only get two it. seasons out of it, yeah. Yeah, I know I'm going to buy it, but that's okay no, because no, when, when yeah. I'm not playing Destiny 2 and I'm not pulling a CV joint out of a fucking Kia Sportage, I'm going to be playing Fireteam Elite because that game is genuinely fucking fun. I don't, I, you know, I don't care who the fuck gives it a negative review. That that game is genuinely fun. But how <clears throat> much how much replayability does it honestly have at this point? We can hit the horde mode and we can play the horde mode, but after that. I, I don't I don't see it going forward. I'm kind of mm. I, I played the the campaign. I had a lot of fun doing it, but there was no desire for me to pick it up and play today. Oh, see now I I, I was actually looking for a reason to play today. I just was so busy I couldn't. I I want to level out the weapons. I want to I want to try all these different weapons that are in there because I've got to assume that they're going to be releasing more maps for horde mode. I played one horde mode map. And well, I mean, you saw the more. thing. We're not sure if it's poor wording or whatnot, but they're either planning on four DLCs or four seasons right off the bat for the deluxe yeah. edition. Yeah, so there's going to be more so coming down not, the pipe. Yeah, there's more coming down. Either way, you're getting four or something, whether it's four seasons or four DLCs. You're, you're getting at least yeah. four DLCs. It could be, or three, you know, it could be four DLCs, could be 12 DLCs. We don't know, but you're at least getting four. And right, and I'll jump back into the game then, but after that point, 
okay. At this point, I want to try Horde mode and have some fun with you guys. I have zero interest to play the rest of the game with random pickups. I agree. I would much rather play with friends on this game and grind. But the thing is, I also want to grind out the weapons because I already playing the first Horde mode. I can already tell, especially if you're going to go on higher difficulty levels, like on standard, perfectly fine. Just go in there with whatever. But going in there on intense, I can already tell. I want to make sure that the player who's got that flamethrower is going to be a competent player and not going to friggin' light my ass on fire every five seconds. Because I played an intense match with somebody who had a flamethrower and – uh, so you well, get f- there, there's a grenade launcher that's almost just as bad too for the same class. Oh, really? I just oh, unlocked Christ. that. Yeah, yeah. So like you get yeah. four downs. Have you used it? Yeah, yeah. No, I, or not even the grenade launcher. The actual rocket launcher. Sorry, there's two different kinds of launchers. There's an impact grenade launcher where it'll blow up eventually, or you have to make direct contact on them and it lobs them. And there's an actual rocket launcher that does massive AOE damage. I was playing with Vintage the other night. And that's what I was talking about. Like, if we had friendly fire on, yeah, it was it was, it was, was no good. <laughs> yeah, that, man. That's where I definitely want to find players that I can, that we can play with. Like, not just, yeah, once we get, so like, on standard level, intense even, I can, I can play run and gun. I can be pretty cavalier yeah. about it. But once you start getting higher, it's going to be crazy. Like, I want to play those first few missions on extreme or insane, but I know that I'm going to be playing way more conservative. Yeah. Well, I mean, all right. So, with the rocket launcher, like, I was cleaning up at a distance, like distant groups. But the problem is, when they get close, you don't want to do damage yourself because I can still do damage to myself, mm. you know, even with friendly fire off for everyone else. So, like, you need someone to kind of clear anything that gets close to you, and I can just keep taking out groups at a distance, you know? Like, you got to work that tactical teamwork again, covering lanes Yeah, that we were talking about. Yeah, I think it's just going to be... It's definitely needed. I think it's just going to be one of those, once you play it more and more, and you play the maps more and more, and you you learn exactly where the aliens are coming from, it's going to make those levels a lot easier to play on harder difficulty levels. Because even even when we went through the first couple of missions on Intense for the first time without ever playing it, it wasn't really – like, it was difficult because we got overwhelmed, but it wasn't difficult – it wasn't difficult because they were hard to kill. It was difficult because we didn't know where they were coming from. I think once you learn where they're coming from and you learn the pattern, just like Damoc was talking about, I think mm. once you learn the patterns, it's going to be like a no-brainer. Yeah, I wouldn't say no-brainer, but it's definitely going to be easier. Yeah, yeah. I agree on that part. But well, I think Melee is going to play more of a, a, a more of a role in the game, especially later on. Because you know, when people get pinned mm. and whatnot, you can't just spray and pray like we do now. You got to really like actually aim for weak spots or try to melee them off so you don't do damage to your teammate at the same point. Yeah, what the hell is the melee button on on keyboard and mouse? Because it's a V. V. But I gotta just, remap that. V is, dude. Yeah. That's the melee button for a lot of games, and it was like the first one I hit. Yep, that's the one that works. So I gotta remap it. I, yeah, I remapped it to my mouse, so I've been using it like religiously. Yeah, I got it. It does a lot of damage too. It'll do like three quarter damage to like on standard to an alien, like one of the basic ones. Yeah, I gotta I gotta so. remap that because on the controller so I figured are, it out. But on the keyboard and mouse, I'm just yeah. there. What fucking button is it? Yeah, it's it's V. It's a shitty button, but like I said, I remapped mine to my mouse. Well, on that note, gentlemen, we've been cranking out this for a while. Uh, I think we probably should wrap this up. So, uh, Daymok, where can people find you at, man? 
I pretty much exclusively troll the GNA Discord, but you can find me over in Thoughts and Shots Discord. You can also find me in Wolfman's Discord, but I don't really talk there because no one talks to me. <laughs> no one really talks that much in the Discord in general, but... Hey, I try, I try. every now I and then. I try man. sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I've been slacking on it, so, so we'll that, see. Hey, it's, that's where I learned about the Evil Dead game. I'm excited plans. about that. Yeah, yeah, the Evil Dead game and then uh, probably Dying Light 2 will probably put me back to streaming again, but I kind of really want to get my movie podcast going back again. I've been kind of getting the itch. Oh, dude, let me so, know. I'm there. Thoughts and shots to a movie podcast. Wanna, well, I, I have some ideas. I got to get things. Like I said, I, once I get things straightened out, you know, I haven't been making any archery videos either. I haven't shot my bow and. Oh, fucking I like feel you there. six months at least seven months now i got an injured wrist that's the only reason i'm not shooting my bow and i've literally been gnawed at the bit all summer to well, shoot my I, bow. I bought those i bought those goblin and zombie targets that you, uh whatchamacallit the big archery that does the 3d foam targets yeah i bought them last year and i haven't even used them jesus I bought them on a halloween sale you know like i got like 40 percent off or 35 percent off and they've they just been sitting there well, where could at least f- I can at least I can do a video about about how they sit in the yard and don't like you know they seem to be quality. They're not all fucked up after sitting in the elements for a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wolf, Wolfman, where can people find you, man? Uh, Grindhouse on Forty Second Street on YouTube, Spotify. We got some podcast stuff up there, and Silver Bullet streaming is most of my gaming stuff on YouTube. And there's links to Discords and all that other stuff. So nice. Well, go check out Wolfman, go check out Damoc, and I am Cecil Xavier, host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Ustream, Mixer, actually no, Mixer's gone, Twitch, um, fucking Steam, Grinder, wherever the fuck you're looking for me, find me there, you can find me. Um, Just look for me at Cecil Xavier, with or without an underscore sometimes, so just uh, look me up, check me out. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Uh, reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on uh, iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addicts, Spreaker, Player FM, uh, Your Tuner, My Listen, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, basically every frigging where you could possibly look. If we're not someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. We don't care. Uh, we have a partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service with a little bit of a twist. Every time you purchase a game there, they donate a little bit of money to charity. Uh, if you donate a bu- if you buy a bundle, they actually have a little slider that will allow you to choose where things go to. So if you go there, just put question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of whatever link you have, and it will let them know that we sent you there. If you do get the, one of those sliders, you might get a GNA podcast slider on there. Make sure to slide that pot, that uh, slider all the way down to zero. We don't want your money. We want you to give it to the charity, to the developers. Maybe throw a buck or two to Humble Bundle, but uh, we don't want your money. We would just want to. We would just want to know that we sent you there. Um, what else we got going on? Jesus Christ! I don't even know what we got going on anymore. I know that I'm drinking, and this is the first time in a while I've been drinking, so I'm pretty lit right now. Um, shit, Damoc, did I miss anything? You can always check out the website at www.damocisoberandcecelisdrunk.donkeypunchporn.net. <laughs> uh, you will see some interesting shit there. Trust me, I'm the donkey. Oh, it gets good. Uh, or, you know, the actual website at gnapodcast.com. 
<laughs> thank you very much, Jamok. <laughs> well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I actually honestly thought I was running a solo one tonight because I uh, the only person who had accepted was Vintage, and he hadn't shown up. So I just started, uh, I actually loaded up into the show and was expecting I was doing a solo show. Um, and then you guys showed up, so very cool of you. See, Thank you. You guys thought I would never come on here. I did. I honestly thought, like, he was <laughs> hey. even saying, "Oh, here's the excuse." I'm like, "Yeah, Wolfman's not joining." They were, they were legitimate. <laughs> I, I, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on here. I was planning on doing it. I just, I even hooked my camera up last minute so you guys can see. Me. Oh, that's amazing, and dude, that, hey man, it worked out. Yeah. It was good bullshitting with you. I do, I do enjoy bullshitting with you. That beard is yeah, majestic. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll put it in. Uh, I'll, I'll tie. I'll put it in ties next time. Right? <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Well, gentlemen, you have a great night. All right. Take you care, too, guys. Thank you again.